This episode of Bad Associations contains brief discussions of domestic violence that some people may find disturbing. If you or someone you know needs help, please dial 800-799-7233 or text the word START to the number 88788. Take care. What's up, guys? You're watching the Bad Association Podcast. It's lit. Hey, everyone. Welcome back. The previous episodes for this podcast have been under 30 minutes. I've been trying to stick to that just because it's such a loaded topic, and some of these emails and interviews are so heavy that I don't want to weigh you down. You're here for healing. You're here to find something to relate to, and Sometimes I found, thanks to a lot of therapy, that when I dive too deep on things in relation to this cult, I'm exhausted afterwards, physically and emotionally. I'm drained. And so when I started this podcast, I came in with the intention of, I'm going to keep it short so as not to weigh people down. With that said, today's interview with Troy is longer than 30 minutes. He comes with such a fresh and humorous energy that I know you guys will enjoy this interview as much as I enjoyed being a part of it. I contemplated breaking it up into a part one and a part two, but then I figured I don't want to micromanage how you enjoy this podcast. Whether you pause and save the rest for a later time, whether you listen to it all at once, it's your call. So with no further ado, here's the interview with Troy. Enjoy. A little bit about myself. Uh, I'm my name's Troy. I'm from Palm Springs, California. Uh, born and raised out here. Um, gotten caught. My grandma became a witness at some point. My dad decided, like in his teens, that he was like, "I'm not doing this." But the it was just like it, in his story, he was just like uh, the truth. It it didn't seem like he didn't make it his own. I guess it's like in his own story, right? And so it never really had an effect. Um, and then at like eight, he was probably like 21. He gets my mom pregnant. She's like no 17, way. yeah, 16, 17. And he's out work. So like I have teen parents um, that don't know shit about shit. Um, <laughs> they're out here um, figuring it out. And um, some oh, a guy that used to study with my dad when he was a kid sees him. And it's like, hey, what's up? Like, you know, starts conversation with him and basically is like, you know, you got a family you're responsible for now. And my dad's like, uh, that's crazy. At yeah. the same time, my in that same in the first year of my life, my grandfather, my mom's dad dies. So they super like prey on the fact of like, they do. hey, they find like you have an empty hole and we can fill it right now and we're gonna pray on being able to give this back to you. So that vulnerability, my mom's like, I'm not into religion, I don't know anything about it, but I'd give anything to get my parent back, right? So now she gets set on that one course, one track of like, this is why I'm doing it. Yeah. And so like probably by the time I'm like two, they're like regularly going to meetings and studying mm-hmm. and getting baptized and they're all the way in. Um, I didn't not, think it was real I just was willing to deal with the consequences of being Uh. like you know what this is not I don't know what this is but like 
I was already in my kindergarten. I don't know how I was this diabolical, but like I was already on a full double life in kindergarten. I had like a kindergarten nice. girlfriend. I used to throw away my Valentine's Day things or the Halloween Before things. You got like, home. <laughs> but no one told me to do that. I just knew that like my parents were like, "We don't celebrate this. We don't do this. It's You're on." Like, like I you do. know, and I'm like, "All right," but the kids at school are not about to make fun of me. Like that's. I'm on a mission to be cool here, so right. yeah, I'm accepting all the birthday cards, and <laughs> like the teachers early felt bad for me, so they were like, oh, well, you don't have to leave the class, you don't have, if you don't want to, if, you know, your parents came in on the first day of school and gave us this whole spiel, but yeah. if you don't want to do that, then you don't have to, and I'm, I'm not going to embarrass myself and be like, I have to leave, so right. I'd, they'd be like, oh yeah, Troy's going to go to the office, and so they were already lying for me, and I'm like, yeah, cool. So I'm in. If you guys are down, I'm down. I'm never going to tell anyone. Nice. So all through, like, elementary school, like, I was definitely full on, like, I didn't even know I was living a double life, but, but, I, but I was work. full on living a double <laughs> life, like, so, like, so far, so, like, 100%, like, if you didn't know anything about my home life, you did not know anything about me being, unless oh. you were there the day my parents took me to school and you somehow saw us. Or saw us out in service or something. Yeah, service or like, would have been your, blew your cover right open. But even then, it was still like I was like, hey, like, like I don't know, trust cool. Like I don't know what this weird thing is. And then like I just have jokes when I got back to school, so you couldn't really make fun of me because I just make fun of you about something hurtful. So, <laughs> so I just was into it. Like I got baptized when I was really young. Like a real. That's how. Like I got baptized when I was really, really young. Like Do you remember how old you were? Yeah, I was in the sixth grade. So. I was oh. in, yeah, I was 11. Yeah, I was like 11. But even deeper in the story, it's going to get dark. Like, I already <laughs> oh, no. realized that, like, at that point, that was like a Hail Mary to, like, maybe my parents. Maybe, like, this will help my parents' situation. Like, maybe all this stuff that's happening at home won't be happening if I'm fucking trying to be, like, a good witness. It'll, like, it'll... You know, it wasn't even, like, uh, if I'm a good witness, they'll be happy with me. It was, like... If the more we're entrenched in the hall, the more someone's gonna see this. Like the more someone has to, this has to. So you're like, like look over here, eye. look over here. Yeah, someone either that or like, there's too many eyes on us now for this to keep happening. Like you can't keep beating on us if everybody has to see us all the time at the meeting. You can't keep like Fair. fucking up the house and having full on like fist fights when you're gonna have book study at your house on Tuesday like it can't you right. can't you can't like you can't do all this stuff like logically you would think that and that's already where I was and I was like oh this has to stop if we just double down like it had nothing to do with like Jehovah would help us or faith or anything it was just like we have to draw attention to this situation by pulling more light over here so mm -hmm. if that means I have to go BS my way through these questions and get baptized oh, like, I forgot all about the questions how did I yeah. forget that that's like a whole thing yeah how, how did, did, how did, how did the book yeah 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 yes okay tight we're, we're both wow. old it I was like the brown book and you have to go through the questions to be an unbaptized publisher and then yeah wow I blocked that whole part out I right. guess yeah I all about it. I hadn't thought about that part till right now like how did an 11 year old come in here and fully lie to you and you were like yeah okay cool survival into it yeah like, i gotta get the right answers to pass the test to get to the next thing because i need this to happen i need this to happen yeah. and 
maybe my parents like maybe my parents will be proud of me and in the subset maybe they'll maybe this maybe this like home situation won't will have like more eyes on it so i got baptized when i was like 11 yeah i was going into sixth sorry bad podcasting um, i was going into sixth grade and i I was just like, I don't even know. Like, I know it was like worse because it was like, I know what I'm doing is super bad. I know what I'm doing at school. If my parents knew, if they found out at the hall, if these other kids at the school tell on me, like, but it's you bad. You didn't feel it was bad. You were like, the result of me having this double life will be bad, like the consequence. Yes. But you're yes. like, what I'm doing is not bad. Yeah, no, didn't. That didn't phase you. <laughs> didn't it was more like, I all. better not get caught or this shit's yeah. gonna blow up. Yeah, or how that's bad fair. is this gonna be? Yeah, yeah I didn't. That's I didn't care. Like I didn't care. Like, and that's another thing. Like people joke. Like I was already cool with. Like, dang, everything I'm doing, I'm not going to the new system. Like I've already resigned myself yeah. at <laughs> elementary school. So I'm doing this once. I don't know what's happening next. But honestly, I don't care because in my eyes, like all this stuff we're selling to people and all this stuff we're selling at the meetings ain't true because i don't see it at home fair so i know it's not true i know we're not like these loving people i know that you know i know and my friends are telling me stuff from their house Mm. you know my friends being like i'm pretty sure my sister's getting molested my other friends like yo my dad is like full-on beating on my mom like everybody it's like happening where it's like you're yeah, like this, this, you saw the, the facade yeah. super early in your life. So by the time super you... Disillusioned. So if you're little and you're not even being able to put like words to it, but you know that it's bullshit, by the time you're a teenager, you're like, yeah. Tr- yeah, this is this super is- bullshit. Yeah, yeah I rem- this is fake. <laughs> I was probably in the fourth or fifth grade and the neighbors had called the police or something or somehow the police were at our house and so somehow the brothers found out about it. I don't know if like my dad got charges or if somehow it just got to the brothers right like he told them whatever I don't know how but it was it got to the elders and like the elders came to our house and like talked to us and they were basically like yo you know like they did like a shepherding call and they were like you know all this stuff blah blah which even at that time, I was like, this is super bullshit. Like, I can't believe you're telling yeah. my mom this. Like, yo, know, like, I'm fighting this dude on a daily basis. Like, no, it's and it's, a, yeah, and it's, like, about, no, it's like, I'm going to tell you the saddest stuff while laughing. And I'm not a fan if you laugh. Funny. Like, it's, it's, <laughs> it's not funny, but it is because you're like, this doesn't make any fucking sense. No, what are we doing so, right now? It's like Kevin Hart. You're like, just laugh through my pain. Like, yes, it's okay. Exactly. It's okay. It's funny. <laughs> it's pretty, it's, it's pretty funny. So I was just like, this is, there's no way. Like, and they basically were like and on the other half of my family is like like I'm watching my like we're going to visit my uncle in prison you know what I'm saying so like so like I'm like hold on y'all want to stop talking to me for not going to the meetings anymore but like we go see Uncle Brian on Sunday every Sunday like me and grandma grandma get up at 5 in the morning to go sit in line to go to, to go to prison like my uncle did have caught hella time throughout my life, like hella time. Like that was. So just... you're like, where's the same level of forgiveness? Like if I leave yeah. this place right now, 
you're gonna shun me, but this guy you're still visiting? Yeah, my grandma's full on like just like whatever, because what, he's the baby of like all of my aunts and uncles, uh -huh. and so he's like, I'm like, no way, like, like squirrel gets to come home like nothing, like this is crazy, like what is even happening right now, like. Oh, hey, we have to go to Riverside to go to county court because he has a hearing or we have to go here for a hearing or like in elementary school. I drew pictures of like of my uncle through the window at visitation and I was like, oh, we went to my That's uncle's dramatic. school. Um, they all have the same uniforms. Like I found this like when I was like in high school and I was like. I was writing these like what'd you do this weekend stories like we went out in service and then we went to see my uncle on Saturday and then well we sat outside we talked this week he could only come to the glass all kinds I wrote all the details about stuff like we went to my uncle's school they have these orange uniforms his new school has blue uniforms like imagine your teacher she was probably reading that and she was like um, there, I, I like drew my... pictures. <laughs> this doesn't sound like any college I've ever heard of. <laughs> I drew pictures of like the county building on the 91 at university, like the slant windows, like everything, the orange, everything. Like your teacher saw right through. That. Yeah, she was just like, "What is happening to, to this kid at home? Like, <laughs> he's going to county jail every. Oh, now they're going to Chino. Oh, now they're going to Tehachapi. <laughs> now they're going. They're like, oh, we went to a really cool Denny's by Cottonwood. Like, just I'm random. Sure you did. <laughs> yeah, she's just like, oh god, Troy, please. You don't read your stories out loud anymore, Troy. <laughs> the kids have too many questions. Oh, you were a bad example in double places, school yeah. and at the Keenan Hall. <laughs> oh yeah, a bad for, example. I asked in my fifth grade dare class. I was like. They're like, do you have any questions, like, about, like, because they're explaining, like, drugs and the law, and I was like, I don't understand why two felons who are in a car together, if one possesses a firearm, both of them have to catch five years more. And I was like, I don't understand mandatory minimums, like. Oh, God. Another thing to backtrack, in fourth grade, they put me in the gate program. And I don't know what I, that is. Okay, so it's, like, gifted and talented and exceptional ah, students. Nice, okay. And I failed my way out of it because intentionally? intentionally because every thursday you have to stay till 6 30 to do this thing called odyssey of the minds which is like this thing where like you're basically part of like this grant program and you have to build a like animatronics scientific fucking project thing like a rocket or an airplane or you have to build all of it and i wanted to do it so bad but i knew that my parents weren't gonna let me stay on th meeting night yeah, and i knew that my parents weren't gonna bring me on saturday to like the service. group thing and so i was like and even just like i would be like oh we can go after service it's at one they just be like oh well why are you doing extra association with mm -hmm. school kids and yada 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 yeah and so you're like, I, I don't know me because like, it looks really good when i apply to colleges and jobs yeah. <laughs> and i'm good at it like they yeah, picked and I me enjoy it my teachers recommended me like I didn't even know about yeah. it like one day they came and tested me and then I went back and then my teacher was like hey you're not gonna come to the regular class anymore you're gonna go to that and I was like alright tight yeah. and then when they told me all the rules I was like I'm not gonna be the one that's like why didn't Troy show up oh because my parents yeah. had to take me to meeting like nah bro you'd so rather I just... just tarnish your like reputation with the, the teachers yeah threw the whole thing away like just stop like as soon as I got to the class, I just stopped like participating, stopped like just went through and was like C C C C C C C C C C and he was just like, Do you want to go back to your regular class with your friends? And I was like, Yeah. And they were like, Okay, and my parents were all like, 
oh, you know, like, why did you just stop trying in school? And I was like, because, like, ironically, because there was no point. Yeah. They're like, oh, like, dang. Like, I think at the time I told them, like, oh, the kids from my old class, like, make fun of me for going to this new part of school and blah, blah. I don't want to get made fun of anymore. But really, it was the kids in the new part that were like, what do you mean you can't come on Thursday to build a rocket? Like, there's only, like, 20 of us in this class. And, like, they were already, like, their parents were like, you're in this, like, elite division and, like, yeah. you know, keep trying hard and, like, understand what, you know, put yeah. it in perspective how cool this is. My parents are just like, I don't know. He's doing some school. But they're also... A little distracted. <laughs> they're a little distracted. And they're, to put it in perspective, again, they're... 27? 26? Right. They, what? Yeah. Again, they what don't do they know, know shit about shit. And yeah. they're telling their nine-year-olds already like, hey, I'm in this class because I'm smarter than both of you. Like, mm. and like, that's like a whole thing. So like, they're like, no, like, no, no, no. So yeah, then right after that, I was like, well, if I can't apply myself in school, like I might as well just apply myself to getting baptized and faking my way through this so yeah i did that um and i just knew it wasn't like it was never real to me like i just knew Mm -mm. this couldn't be this can't be real life like there's kids going i pity your i pity your parents because of the fact like you said at the beginning of like they're already going through something so sad and so rather than just like genuine good people coming into their lives and saying like hey we're here if you need it no instead it's how can we monopolize like all of their attention all of their emotion all of their time and then bring them into this like it's almost like a multi-level marketing scam oh you know mlm and witnesses it's it's like they're like oh i can get right in right because this is they're at their lowest their weakest and they haven't really like across the board no offense but like by the time the witnesses find you you probably haven't accomplished that much in like overall life so you're like well maybe i could accomplish something in this that gives me a feeling of Mm -hmm. I think, were you, were you like born in the truth? Were your parents witnesses? Pretty much. My mom like got baptized or I don't know if she, I don't know whether it's baptized or whether she committed. Either way, she got into the thick of it yeah. when I was six months old. So as okay. far as I'm concerned, it's you all I there. know. Yeah. yeah. That's same. it. Same, same, same. Okay. So I think that I was looking from six to like 18 ish, 17 ish. I was like, okay, I'm just trying to find the girl that I know is the most not into this too because the only way to get my parents out of my business is to be like this is my house this is my home we're a couple now if we decide to go to the meeting we decide to go to the meeting if we don't we don't mind your business and they're like okay well they're a married couple so let's mind their business and they're gonna figure it out and and so i was like i'll get married at 17 i don't care but like i'll tell you right now to your face hey you can leave in three to five years this isn't have to be a forever thing like let's just <laughs> survive get free let's yeah. just get free and yeah. so that it was like and i come across so many people like a lot of times like dudes will be like no way and girls in the truth will be like yeah i ne- i was trying to get out and like mm-hmm. and i knew if i told my parents i went with my husband and my husband and i now no longer go to meetings my husband decided is the height of this yeah. house i'm out yeah. we'll figure it out later which so, is like, very um I'm going to say old school, but there's a different word for it where it's really weird to think. Traditional kind of? Traditional? Is that the word? It's very weird to think, well, 
I just need you to be married off. Like this yeah. isn't the 1800. That's okay because your husband said it. Well, what the right? fuck? Like why can't I just say I don't want to right? be in full service and let that be good enough? And let your kid speaking up to you, like let your kid oh. speaking their like speaking what their desires are in life mean something to you. Not be like nope, because it's no. gonna make me look bad at the Kingdom Hall. And now like, mm-hmm. and so yes, and like that was another thing is like me doing that. What I thought again, hand in hand, I thought like would draw excuse me attention to our household it did but it got worse because like now like my dad's getting privileges and i'm like it's making it more like for me like yo you're up here telling people what to do like you're (laughs) an elder you're an elder now like i'm pretty sure you're not you shouldn't be shepherding anybody like let alone your own house dude like (laughs) for real like nah so like now i'm super disillusioned with it right and I'm like, nah, this can't be real. But I also have like, I'm in my hall. Like I was like on the track to like be somebody, you know what I'm saying? Like, that's so crazy that's, to say. That's funny though, because you're, you're faking it. Which is, makes me at this age understand why everybody there hates me. Like it's, oh. like, it's personal because they fell for it. You know, like everybody in that hall that has some like, okay vendetta or like oh like just so disgusted by me is because like they now realize that like it was all a game you know and like they invested into me like like as a hall they kind of were pushing me to be that person like when i look around i'm like there's one in every kingdom hall where they're like this guy's gonna he's gonna be bethel he's gonna be the district overseer he's going places and everybody's like oh and you were the and you were a joke yeah (laughs) Exactly, and I'm sitting over there like, are you guys serious? Like, you guys don't even know this, but... You're the ultimate swindler. Yeah, I remember when I was like 14 or 15, my dad, again, I already explained how much time I spent with my uncle. (laughs) My dad said something to me, like, you know, like, if you're basically like a my house, my rules kind of thing. And And I remember specifically, I was like, I only got three and a half left on this. I could do that on my head. Like, and he even said, he even said later, like, I should have known then that you were already done. Like, in your head, you were out. You know, you were out of this house. You weren't, it was just like, yep, uh uh-huh, uh-huh, whatever you want, uh uh-huh, 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 uh-huh. Yeah, which is not realistic. Which, but I was getting through it. Like, even the most behaved child in the world, and we're talking in and out of cults, the most behaved kid at some point is going to say, like, wait, what? It's going to have a little bit of pushback. It's going to test the boundary. It's just about how we developed as human beings. So yeah. for you to constantly like, mm-hmm, 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 which should have been a red flag for them to be like, okay, something's not up because no teenager is going to be just saying, you're being a yes man. Yeah, and it's like, yo, like, like, I, super yes man and super like, like I keep getting like propped up, like, you know, like more and more and I'm like, well, you're oh, and I'm super, and I'm super doing it. Like, I'm like, all right, fine. Like, I mean, if I'm in it, I can't be like, oh, hey, I don't want to give that talk. Oh, hey, I don't want to start doing the meeting for service. Oh, hey, I don't want to. Because now it looks like I'm not as into it as I am. But I'm getting further and further away. Like, as a kid, like, I'm now, that's 13. Like, that's 6th, 7th grade. By 8th or 9th grade, uh, by ninth between 9th and 10th grade, I... Going into ninth grade, my parents take me out of school because they're like, yeah, I don't remember what happened, 
something at school, everyone was like, some other kid got in trouble in another hall for something, and it was like an eye opener. Like all the parents were like, they're all wiling at school. They're all like, they're right. all in on it. Yeah. <laughs> so you would be correct. My parents were kind of like, you're probably the furthest, and we don't know it. So their exact reaction was just pull me out of school. You're going to independent studies. So like I did in the fourth in fourth grade, I tested. I got myself kicked out of independent studies, sent back to regular high school. But I had done so much that I only had like half days of school. So like in high school, I was out at noon. So because I had done so many classes in my first year, just being stuck at home. Just, but I was also hanging out with like, because I'm a ninth grader, I'm like, oh, I'm gonna go out and service. But those kids are like 21, 22. They're like drinking in the car before service. Nice. They're all making <laughs> out with each other. I'm like, I'm kicking it with the grown ass kids. Like I'm going on double dates so that we can be like the chaperone You're kids the that chaperone came. Yeah. I saw some girl recently and she was like, I know you. And I was like, do you know this girl named? Yeah. I was like, and I don't even know where that guy is. So whatever. <laughs> and she's like, yeah. And I was like, yo, we used to like sit on the couch and watch movies at your house. She was like, so that they could go upstairs. I was like, yeah. <laughs> like, I wonder I was, what they were doing. Yeah, I was like, I remember. She was like, I totally blocked out that we used to do that all the time. I was like, I don't know. Like, I don't know what they were doing. We were all watching a movie. I used to just like bail anytime I was a chaperone and I and every even worldly people even say it they're like isn't the whole idea of like if you're bought into the bullshit why should someone else have to be there to ensure you don't fuck up like oh. if if you if you're so like Jehovah says not to and I don't want to screw this up then you don't do it why do then I have you to wouldn't be do it you wouldn't do it why do I have to be there like you know there like, is I'm... the kids that were super into it and they were and like no did uh, not do it they weren't there they weren't around they no. didn't need you know like they just were like I never did that I wouldn't do that that's not I would never do that and that's fine there's plenty of things there's plenty of laws that I don't break because I think are genuinely wrong like you know like I would never murder someone because I think it's wrong no one has to be present with me 24 <laughs> 7 to tell you to tell me I, I, I don't do it you know like so where's your me, murder chaperone <laughs> no one's here you know like it's like I don't need anyone keeping tabs on me to not rob the bank you know it's it's just stupid things where it's like and I didn't think of it then like it's kind of like you as a little kid I thought it was dumb then and just didn't abide by it but I couldn't understand why I'm like why do I feel like this is stupid until I was you know out of the cult and I'm like yeah that shit doesn't make sense does it you know I used to that was one thing like I would kind of get in arguments with my parents about they'd be like you were with Amanda where you guys just walked home from school by yourselves and I'd be like yeah yeah it's like my best friend like we we're homies like you know I didn't even oh, they see don't, it through that they lens. don't believe in platonic relationships I didn't even so. see it through a, anything past that lens like we were yeah. just babies together like you know like i'm like no i don't yeah there's nothing like there's doesn't do anything for me mom like man like it just never it like blew her mind like she couldn't believe um so yeah i was probably ninth grade i go back to ninth going into 10th grade i had worked for my dad like legitimately not like worked with my dad but like i worked for my dad's company like i was a gotcha. full-on working employee with him for like all of my life like from like mm -hmm. six to that point we get in like an argument at work which is pretty regular but i'm just like dude i don't want to do this anymore i'm not coming to work with you and then going home with you and then like no and mm -hmm. so like i saw what i what i thought was like kind of like my dreamish job 
And I was like, how can they hate on? And at the time, like, I'm not even, I'm going to take that back. That was like my dream job. Like at 14, like you couldn't have told me, you couldn't have told seven year old me I was going to get that job. And you couldn't have told 14 year old me that that job was a scam. Like it was nothing. Like, so I had that job. I worked at a baseball stadium for the summer between freshman and junior year. And then I just met everyone. Like college baseball players are degenerates. Wow. So like my eyes are open to so much more. I'm like, oh my god like what like no way no. this is crazy this is a filth like the <laughs> filth layers to filth like so many things like so many things i learned like i'm never gonna do that in my life i learned sure. like from sure. that time period you know i'm like oh no i can't i won't ever do that so <laughs> but, <laughs> so i worked there and then <clears throat> my friends got me a job at starbucks and from there like a few other kids from my hall worked there my other best friends worked there and it was just on like from there like that was just that opened my eyes to everything because those you know oh you're gosh. you're 15 but you work with 24 25 year olds yes and so it's like and they they don't care you're you're one of them now you're their co-worker yeah so yeah. and I, you know I, shit on them so they're gonna be the last people to tell on you they're, they're not like, gonna you know shit on me i know shit on you so. yeah like that's kind of how i got through high school because one of my co-workers in that 10th grade year i had i would go over to their house they would do tattoos they would do all kinds of stuff at their house right she had like one of those kind of houses and so we would go over there and watch like lost every week like i know that's like time area specific but like yeah i would go over there and i was supposed to like be at work but i'd like switch shifts with somebody and get off early and hang out over there yeah. and one day i go to school and one of the girls that lives there is a teacher's aide is like a paired professional and she's my teacher in my junior oh, year my God. And I just walked in, and I was already so good at just, like, being a liar that I just walked in. Yeah. I saw her face, and I just walked past her and sat down. Teacher, yeah. like, did the class, and then at the end of the class, the teacher left, and she was like, hey, everybody who's in this program, like, stay. And it was me and, like, five other kids, and she talked to us, and then they got up and left. And then she was like, hey, can I talk to you for a second? And I just stopped, and I was like, I, I was like, she was like, I was like, I'm not going to say anything. Like, you don't have, don't kick me out. Like, not, she was like, if you don't say anything ever, I'll make sure you graduate done say less done say less <laughs> never said a word nope and i had her as my paired professional for the next two years because she was like so worried like she had to keep me close to make sure this kid doesn't isn't gotcha ride it out and ruin her career right. and at the same time i'm like yo i need this lady i'm using her as a full crutch to get out of here <laughs> so like full <laughs> so um that guy that i mentioned earlier mm -hmm. i was like oh i used to go double date to be the chaperone for right. him. His half-brother, I basically am, like, being the hustler that I am and have been Naturally. my whole life. I'm like, hey, if you give my parents your EBT card, I'm sure they'll let you stay here. Mm. And so he was like, okay, because he's like, I can't afford rent. And I'm like, you're getting $800 a month. Yeah, I'm like, you're getting $800 a month in EBT. Just, like, for all the upholding things my parents would never do, welfare scam is not on their list so they yeah, were like that's totally they were, yeah they were like sure yeah that that's how he contributes that's how he contributes like the whole time like i've done like on and off pioneering i'm like if i was 18 i would have been a ministerial servant i already smoke hella weed at school at all day <laughs> after school um i probably don't sell weed yet Maybe I do when Josh comes, but I don't think I think that's like new. Yeah. So uh, yeah, 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 yeah. No, hundred percent. So 
Josh comes and I'm like, dude, I can't keep hiding how much weed I smoke. And he's here all the time. Cause like eventually he's going to be like, what are you doing? Where are you going? Why? Are you? you know? So I'm like, Hey, you want to smoke weed with me, bro? And he's like, yeah, sure. So that I get him. So, yeah. Super <laughs> easy. So now he can't tell cause we're both doing it. Right. Right. And, and I'm getting him high for free. So he's not ever saying anything and I'm where he lives and it's all like, so I kind of got him. Right. I'm yeah. like, I got you. I got you. There's a common, so, a common uh, trend in your story here that everyone has like a mutual like destruction or success. It's like yes. every single connection you have is like, I got you if you got me, but if you fuck me over, like let me it's, tell I'll you. burn this shit to the ground. <laughs> every single person is like, I got him, he got me, we're good. <laughs> I can't wait to tell my therapist that that was like the, the groundbreaking revelation today was like, yeah, it is. There is a yeah. mutual, a mutual assured destruction. Every I am single one. <laughs> I am doing uh like the cold war with every human relationship i have from like six to like all through this whole story the whole time so so josh smoking weed he moves back to washington he uh, his parents can get him better insurance or something because he's only like 19 they're like hey i think like obamacare starts and they're like hey we can get you back to if you come live with us we can get you all like you can have a way better quality of life in Washington than you do here. And he does still. Like, I'm, he still has Are like his a, parents Jehovah's Witnesses as well? Yes, yes. Ah. So his parents are witnesses, and that's how his, par his parents are witnesses. And that's that other dude from the beginning of the story. Mm -hmm. That's his mom and his stepdad. So, okay. his st so they're half brothers. Halves. Okay. Yeah. So, um, so they're kind of like, well, I don't remember what was happening, but I think it was he had a better opportunity in Washington to go back. Mm. So he moved back to Washington. I'm like, that's cool. I'm back to being only child, like kicking it at the house. <laughs> and uh, it's my senior year. I don't know if you did this in New York, but there's like a uh, like every your senior year in your economics class, you do like like this kind of like a life project where you get a marriage partner and you have to like find apartments and you have oh. to. Oh, yeah, wait, yes. Yes, I think it was yeah. like a home. Was it home ec? Maybe. Yeah, it's home economics. Yeah. Yeah, and you had like learn how to like balance a checkbook and do a budget yeah, and like your get salary. A house and yeah, get a job, I can't remember that. Mm -hmm. All that shit. So I'm at like this like street fair thing, like this open air market with the girl that's my partner, and uh, my dad calls. My dad like never calls, right? And they're supposed to be at meeting, but like I was like I can't go to meeting. I have to do this project. It just got to sign us, and she has all these other extracurricular things, and we're gonna go. Mm. So he, my dad calls, and he's like, "Come home now." And I was like, "I'm like halfway through my project. I still have like, and she's not getting paid. He's like, I don't care. Come home now." And I was like, "Oh shit, it's bad." Yeah. So I just got everything out of my car, and I had gotten caught maybe six months before this my parents had gone through my car oh well yeah they went through my car while i was in the kingdom hall i mean that's the time to do it <laughs> smart like they waited and then went. they were distracted so i'm sitting there and my dad just gets up and goes out and goes in my car looks through everything gets my backpack gets everything out of my car finds another secret backpack I had oh. in the seat like in the bench seat of my Cadillac like if, if you lift it up oh luckily, you had it underneath the bench? Under the bench like that's you, thorough. Yeah. yeah you roll it forward you can't like yeah. reach under it right. under the bench 
they find my backpack in the speaker was the weed but they didn't get that far because they found my backpack and they wanted to go through that which that backpack i had hidden it just had letters from girls like it just had like Oof. no so in the pot though <laughs> so yeah but but to them they were teen parents so they're instantly uh... so like also from their perspective their thing from like two was like I don't care what he does, but he's not going to be, we're not going to be teen parent grandparents, you know, like we're not, so, so they were like, no, like, so they were always on it, but so they thought, but they weren't. So I was just more maniacal. So they find all these letters and they're like, what's going on, blah, blah, blah. And I'm just like, oh, and like some of them in the letters, like I'm bashing them. Like I'm telling this girl exactly what's happening. I'm like in detail, like, so you have the letters from the girls and you. I had, we had like letters that went back and forth, like gotcha, we had gotcha. letters that went back and forth or them taught letters I hadn't given the, the girl in particular yet, uh, the response letter. And so like, that was the first time, like you're reading someone being like, yeah, it sucks here. Uh, my mom's super distant and doesn't want to be here, but she's clearly only here because <laughs> she can It's loaded get, information. It's loaded. Loaded. I think my mom started drinking again. My parents are fighting all the time. It's everything. It's like everything I can't tell anyone around me, but I'm telling Riley. Like, so now so, they know that there's some worldly person out there that knows, knows all their all business. Everything. So now they're like, yeah. So now, yeah. So now I'm like, well, okay. So now I'm they're fine. super like on it. Like they're on going through my stuff. Like, do you have, like every day, right? So like I'm taking. I'm popping the SIM card out of my phone when I go home because I don't want them. I pay for this phone, by the way. I'm doing all kinds. Like, later on, girls will be like, when you went to sleep, it was just weird that you put your phone under your pillow. And I'm like, well. Habitually, I have to. As a kid, this is what I've done every night, like, (laughs) my whole life. Same thing with the phone being face down. I still do that. Still do that. Because you were doing so much at home. Yes, and I'll do it, like, right, like, as my husband's like walking over to me and I'm like, I'm so fortunate that this man knows that I'm, it's not that. It's just like, it's all these like years later, you're still just like, just constantly. So much, it's, you'd rather do that than explain what you're doing to anyone. Yeah. Like, like just you've had know to explain yourself, just know I'm not doing nothing. I just did this and yeah, and I was looking at something. Okay. Like, you yeah. know, it's just. Or people standing over my shoulder, looking down at my phone. I could be scrolling on Instagram. It's nothing important. And I'm like, I'll put my phone in my chest. And I'm like, what are you, what are you doing? What are you doing? Yeah. Why do I do that? Because we've had no privacy for so much of our life that it's like, oh. We just expect nobody else to risk. Like they could be like, I didn't even look at your phone. Like, you're like, yes. No, you wanted to see my shit. Like, no, get out, get out of here. Get out. Yes, they're like, you are damaged. You need- right? I yeah, am. No. I am. Right? Sorry. Yes. It it negative out a negative effect for sure. So yeah. so they find these letters. So they find the letters. They're kind of like, oh, but I'm in my senior year of school. So they're like, we're gonna like let just let him finish out school and like, I think. My senior year. As opposed year, to if you were in another grade, they would have. They would have took me back to homeschool. Gotcha. Okay. They would have took me back to independent studies for sure. And they would have been like, you don't, like, it, it just, it was a flawed plan anyways, but they were like, how can we insulate him? But I was so close. I had already started my senior year. I'm probably, it's like December. This is like, this is October. This is October of my senior year. Jan- like Christmas break of my senior year for the whole two weeks why I said I was going to be someone backtracking 
the guy that like the guy that was um so around that like my parents took okay the guy that came and studied with my dad the guy that stopped my dad that day and was like you're responsible for a family he's somebody Uh, he's the head of legal at at walk hill if you've ever seen okay do you remember the very first uh video they make the young people ask video with like the white girl what was the theme it was she has like a worldly boyfriend he's in the jacket he has like a leather jacket in the car and he's like you're just so different like this yes. like white dude yeah okay can i just say those two are actually married in real life did okay you know that no i did not but the parents you know the parents her parents yes those people are the people that got my parents into the truth like studied with my parents like so when wow. i was like 10 when i was 14 and when i was 16 I would go stay there for like stay with them and like go with them to the farm and like try to be like they would just try to embed it into me like you could come out here why do you want to go to college like this is like college you get a dorm it's all this stuff look at all these other like witnesses like so that winter that fall of my senior year we go to the last time that I go to New York with them like we go we stay for like three weeks two or three weeks like but like i knew i didn't want to do it like i'm like i'm not into this so for the last like week i stayed with like these kids on their floor four brothers in a room in brooklyn and i taught them how to re-engineer their psp mm-hmm. to go on myspace they didn't have and, my they didn't know how to no them. they don't have internet you don't have internet at the at the at brooklyn what? No, you don't have Wi-Fi. There is no Wi-Fi at Witness Properties. Like, it's it's like almost like at this time it was way earlier. Like, cause you know, like um, all of the all of the uh, information, like all of the books, everything was on the CD-ROM. So yeah, if you need it, you know you write letters. So everybody at Brooklyn, like any Bethelites, they yeah. don't have internet. Like. They'll be like, oh yeah, that is a fact. Like, like get an old Bethelite on the phone. At least up. This is 2007. So up until then, there's shared computers in the lobby, so you can't be looking at porn. Everybody has, everybody has four. You're you're all facing each other, so you can see everyone's screen. There's no private screens, and like you don't have like blinders or anything, so you can see what everyone's looking at at these two computers. You and know what's wild to think is that some at some point when they were doing the like architect slash like floor plan, someone had to say out loud, "And we want it so you have no privacy. So design the layout of these yeah. desks where you have no privacy." While you, that's, I shouldn't be shocked anymore, but I it never. Like this whole Wi-Fi thing new. is so shocking to me. I've thought, because I swore that they emailed. I, I you can only email out of the lobby. Nobody has an individual computer in their room. It's against the it's against the actual rules. I'm sure to, now they can't stop, stop it. No, you, there's because no you have way. iPads and iPhones and you yeah. know. But it was like yeah. you sync up to the Wi-Fi downstairs. It was like a school Wi-Fi. Like you go on your school. That's how what? Because that's what I'm I sure eventually people, told them. I'm sure certain websites are blocked, and I'm sure it's monitored. Yes. So I was like, "You guys don't know about proxies," and they're like, "What?" I'm like, "Yeah, like you go on proxy websites, so you can go into MySpace at your school. Like, you go to virtualpizza.org, and then a sub window opens, and then you access the internet in a sub window. 
and they were like, we can't go online. And I'm like, what do you mean? You guys are playing PlayStation. Yeah. Right now, I saw you guys playing like car racing, and they're like, yeah, we have a PS3 and we have like a PSP, and I was like, That's open enough. the window. Yeah, yeah we went yeah. out to the window, and I was like, I got something off my like they were facing Manhattan, they're facing the water, and I was like, boom, strong ass unprotected Wi-Fi signal, got one. Here you go. They were like, yeah. what? Like, I made them MySpace accounts. I want to know where those four guys are because I made them MySpaces. They were like, what? Like. They they were older than me. They were like 18, 19. I was 16, 17. I guess so, it depends on when they got there. Like when did yeah, they, true. you know, that if you got into the bubble before you realize these things and yeah, you're in the bubble. Yeah. You have no clue what's happening out here in the real world. I didn't even think of that. Yeah, not at all. So They're protected they, species. Yeah, I was like, I'm out of here. Like even then I was like, this is not tight. So I'm teaching them about my, I'm teaching them about yeah. fire. Like, these are not my stupid. people. Yeah, I gotta no, get out of here. I gotta go. And so, um, I come back that winter that okay yeah that's that's that is probably October December January I'm doing that that marriage project and my dad calls and he's like come home right I'm like okay I come home and he's like you have anything you want to tell us I'm like no he's I like I hate that yeah, question I've had that almost but I'm my uncle's a felon. You're not, I'm not owning up to anything till you show me. Till you nice. show me on tape me doing the shit. Nope. <laughs> Wasn't me. Not guilty. Even on the video, you're like, could have been someone else. Mm, Doppelganger. I don't know. No contest. I don't recall. I don't know, but I'm not admitting the shit. No. So they. So he's like, you know, well, we just got off the phone with um, Josh, Josh's mom. And, you know, Josh got caught today smoking weed. Actually, Josh's little sister Chloe got caught today smoking weed. I'm like, okay, what's that got to do with me? He's like, well, when they asked Chloe how, who gave her weed and who showed her smoking weed, who introduced it to her, she said Josh. When they asked Josh when did he start smoking weed, he said when I lived in California with Troy. So he's a snitch. That's a super <laughs> snitch. <laughs> so he's dead to me as far as I'm concerned. <laughs> the I just saw the meme of Cardi B pouring the paint and she's like, I wish you well. In hell. Like yes. That, yeah. yes. <laughs> that, totally me and Josh, yeah. yeah. I was just like and so instantly they were just like we know like we know everything. We know everything. We know You don't though, but they okay. well, they did it, but everything comes out because um Josh told on me and him telling on me, I didn't know, but like one of my best friends to this day, her little sister and another little girl had told on me already, but they couldn't prove it. And they weren't gonna listen to Shalina and Nicole, but once Josh and his parents called and told them, now they're like, oh, this, oh, now they're all, they're all involved in this somehow. Mm. And so I guess they're like, my dad's like, I'm an elder and now I know. And now that everybody else knows outside of the house and all this stuff, like we're telling the other elders, they can deal with yeah. it. Like committee, bye. So I'm like, damn. I don't think the first time, because like I said, the first time, I don't think I even tried. I think I was like, yeah, this is like, yeah, I got caught. Yeah, I wish the situation was better. I wish it was a better time, but I wanted to get caught. I want to get out. I want, cool. Gotcha. Yeah, I did it. I did it. Where do you want me to sign? Who do you want? I'm not telling you nothing about nobody else. None yeah. of the other kids I go to school with. I don't care if they told on me. I don't care. And and so 
now they're all offended because to them I'm like a ministerial servant already. I, I'm yeah. giving three talks. I do the microphones. I do the sound. I'm an attendant. I'm, I, I'm an attendant at the conventions. I've had a convention Dang. part. I've had a circuit assembly talk. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, and yet you're smoking pot. <laughs> I'm at this one. I'm selling weed. I'm doing like, I'm full on doing pills at school for sure. I'm like on Damn. pills, like. But also, I had gotten in a bunch of car accidents with my parents, so the doctor gave them pills, and they were like, oh, well, here, just take these. So they're really who got me hooked on pills first. And then I'd be like, oh, hey, my back hurts in the morning just bullshitting. Let me get 400 milligram Flexerol. They'd be like, here. Cool, no so problem. So who's fault so now, that? Yeah. Yeah, so now I'm like, great, all right, I'm just buying them from the kids at my school. What is it, what's the difference? You know, so um, I was kind of just like, yeah, it's whatever, just fellowship me, I'm out. I'm gonna just do my time. Fuck it, I don't care. I'm out of here. So that was hell. I get disfellowshipped. Mm -hmm. I'm still in high school. My parents don't talk to me. They want me out of the house ASAP. They set up their schedules so that like when I come home, they leave. They're gone. Mm -hmm. I don't even see them. Like I don't even like weird roommates at best and i'm 16 17 like hey i need you to sign this for school hey graduation's coming up hey this um they had grounded me and took away my car and the only time i could use my car was to go to work and back from work so like they would take me to school i couldn't like walk to school or ride my bike to school or get my because i was already doing the shit i was doing when i was doing that so it's like I know I could just stop behind these houses, <laughs> smoke a joint, go to school, have one of the girls next yeah. door pick me up. Like I'll get myself there. They're like, no, 24 hour surveillance. But I'm still, I'm still doing drugs at work and not getting caught. Like now we're just doing pills, so I don't smell like weed, right? Right. So I get disfellowshipped by that first. Were summer. you still going to the meetings at this point? Yeah, I had to keep going to the meetings to keep living there or pack okay. my stuff and get out. So they would drive me to the meetings. Uh, like say the meetings at 7:30. Mm -hmm. To be assholes, they get to the meeting at 6:50. I'm disfellowshipped, so I either have to sit in the hot ass car or go sit in the back, in the, like where I was gonna sit in my seat and just sit there. Sit there awkwardly. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm just like, oh, this is rough. This, like, this sucks. But also, like, whatever. So, yeah. And then after the meeting, I just walk home. I was just like, I'm not. I'd walk. I just walk home like. It wasn't very far. It was like a half mile to my house, but I'm like, amen, I'm out. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> 9.15 on a Thursday night, I'm walking home. You can see me in a suit walking down some weird okay. side streets trying to get home. Yeah. With my meeting stuff, like just furious, just like taking off my ties <laughs> so bad. And it's Palm Springs, so it's hot. It's either hot or really cold at night. So I'm like, yeah. this sucks. So I did that for the last, the next three months, graduated. And then they really were just like, we're not fucking, like, you're an adult, you're 18. Were you there when they did the public announcement of, like, yeah. how cringe is that for you? I seen, did you my give... I seen my uncle get five years, and I think my uncle get 72 months. Like, I just literally was like, this is part, like, this is part for the course. Like, you get embarrassed, you did some shit, it's embarrassing, like, the getting announced part wasn't like, oh god, don't look at me, this is so, uh, it was like that you're dragging me to every meeting to prove a point. Yeah. Like this, and like, at, by that point, like, my, 
my argument skills are through the roof. So like, I, I'm having these arguments with my parents weekly. Like, why are you even doing this? Like, to make me feel like your parenting didn't get you anything. Like, it's gotten you, a, like, this is a failure by your standards. <laughs> so why aren't you switching it up? Do something different. Like, yeah, come a different approach to me. Like, no, like, you're gonna keep doing that. You're gonna keep getting what you've gotten. That makes sense. And like, I would even like, my parents would try to do like, like, oh, we're gonna, we're gonna like study the Watchtower together before this one. I'd be like, why? For what? Why? For what? Like, what are you guys doing? And this is all like superficial. Like, like I remember one time even saying to like, like my dad was like, oh, let's read like the, oh, we're gonna read the daily text today. We're somewhere. I was like, uh, is this is today's daily text about not beating your family, or we're gonna go back to that, or what? Like, yeah, I'm a smartass. Like me and Shot my mom, tired. me and my mom, me and my mom say hurtful, cut to the point things, because that's where we come from. So it's like, that's just, yeah. So like that's how I grew. I'm like, oh, I know how to get to you. I've seen her do it for a long ass time. Facts, <laughs> and I'm twice as smart. So now we're going at it. So like, my dad's super burnt. Um, so now it's. Where are we? Uh, I'm disfellowshipped. I don't make it to September of the next year. I crumble. I'm like, dude, I miss my friends. Mm. I miss my family. I can't talk to my grandma. I can't talk to my aunts. I can't talk to, like, and they're integral parts of my life up till there. Yeah. And now just, I have nothing. And you're a kid. You may not feel like a little kid in the moment. I'm a little kid. You feel grown. But in reality, like looking back at it now, it's like, no, that's really young. 17 like my Except whole no family like I, we weren't really close to my non-witness family so i was already like trying to like i didn't have much i just had like everyone that was like close to my immediate witness family so i was like fuck yeah. like you know like my i was like okay well what do i do i gotta my plan was like well let me just get reinstated i can do that i can fake my way to reinst- getting reinstated and then get um and then I'll just slowly stop going to meetings. I'll just fade away. I'll just, they won't ever see me. Yeah. No, you faked your way into the baptism questions. So yeah. what's the reinstatement questions? Right. But I had done a little bit of a disservice to myself because I was just like, yeah, I don't care. Whatever. This fellowship me the first time. So they're like, ah. oh, now you want to get back in. So I'm like, so I have to be super contrite, like super, like I go to meetings. I show up my my magazine's fake studied. Like I have fake comments written down. Like I've really fake prepared for this. Like. And so I get reinstated. Can you tell me about the reinstatement? I've never done it, so I don't know anything about it. Um, You have to be at like every meeting. You have have to go to the meetings as if you're a witness. Okay. And you have to like, you have to be like on point. You have to be like at all the meetings, start to finish, put on the best show of your life. Like. Start to finish, be paying attention, don't be drawing, don't be, you know, like, don't be texting inside of your suit jacket. Like, you have to really be being about the meetings. Like, when someone walks by and, like, looks down at your magazine, like, they're like, oh, shit, he studied, like, he wants to be here, right? And it's like, I don't, but I need you to think that, so. And do you, like, call the, like, how, who do you reach out to to say, like, I want that? at first, at first, you have to just get noticed. Okay. And then, like, one of the brothers from your committee will come over and be like, hey, notice you're putting, you know, are you trying to come back to the meetings? What are you trying to do, you know? And then you're like, yeah, I'm trying, you know, I'm giving my best effort. And they're like, all right, cool. And they just leave. And then they don't talk to you again. And then you keep doing that, and then they tell a couple other brothers, and then they're like, hey, are you going to start going through the process to get reinstated? And you're like, yeah. 
Like, all right, so you have like three meetings with the with the bodies of elders that disfellowshipped you, and you like show them all the ways you've changed and all the ways you're supposedly, yeah. Yeah, you know, like okay, look, I'm not doing that. I've changed my association. My parents, I still live here. My parents can tell you that I've been studying. I haven't had any problems. I'm not fighting them on anything. Like I'm super into it. I restarted like my personal study with my dad. I'm also reaching, you know, like and then I want to start with another elder when I get reinstated and re-strengthen yada 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 my relationship with jehovah blah blah so they're like so i think i go hard for probably like four months and i'm back in by like the following september because like our area had a flag football tournament between like all the halls and i was like yo we got to go back to back championships that's the real motivating factor my family and 30 percent that i'm like yo we got to go back to back so This is a joke. (laughs) Such a joke to me. Such a joke to me. That was legit. Like, I remember when they announced that I was reinstated. I remember, like, some of the older sisters came up to me and were like, oh, my God, we're so happy. And some of the other kids who are now also no longer in the truth. I remember Jake coming up to me and going, we're going to go back to back. Like, we thought you weren't coming this season. We thought you were ineligible. Oh, you're back. We are back. Good looking out, Joe. Thanks for letting him back in for this season. So, oh, this is like to the, point where, to the point where, like, around then we had, like, a local needs talk about, like, a competitive Oh, uh, dial it down, guys. Doing the halls. Because we had made, like, a league. It was everything. Like, <laughs> Cassidy North versus Paltrick's West versus Paltrick's Central versus Rancho Mirage. Wow, was... this is widespread. Yeah, we had a league. Like, a whole – in this little county, we had, like – in this strip of cities, it's, like, six or seven cities right here. And we're, like, all the halls were in on this flag football thing. So I would have bought in. I would. Yeah. I would. I don't even care about football, but I'm like, well, I mean, the girls go to the, the girls go to the games and are rooting for their hall. It's a whole thing. Wow. But yeah, we're different over here. I yeah, guess. that's not. That wasn't happening uh, on the East Coast. I'm gonna tell you that right now. So we were. So I got back in. Yeah, season starts by February. I'm getting publicly reproved. Jesus. Which just shows, like, if you really, really gave a fuck, you would have a, you would have some time, maybe like a couple years where you were like clean, you know. No. But to fuck up that quickly afterwards, I was like, already really? smoking weed when I got reinstated. Like, I was already smoking weed and drinking at work. Like, yeah. we're already partying. Clearly, so this was not real. Some basically me getting disfellowshipped. There's some girl that I had never really noticed. But she had moved into the hall right when I got disfellowshipped, and I was the boy that she was like, who's that? And they're like, stay away from he's, him. That, he's, he's unclean. bad. His parents, yeah, his dad was an elder, but he stepped down. And, like, my dad's super burnt that, like, basically his only down. life accomplishment right. is being an elder. And now it's been taken away from Way me. Way to go. My dumbass, yeah. So, <laughs> so he's, like, bitter about that. Yeah. Um, and so, like, she befriends my mom, stupidly, and... In no time, like, and, and like, her parents were so mean to her. Like, it was her dad and her stepmom, and her dad was just so mean to her. Like, you so guys really treat her issues. like this super. And now I'm like, tr- and now I'm trying to piss off her dad, the who's best friends now with the presiding overseer, and my dad, who's on his way to trying to be an elder again, right? Oh so. God. I start realizing that she's like a real witness and that she is going to um, t- 
tell on me. Like, she's going to tell. Like, she has a conscience. She is going to tell. Like, she oh, can't no. keep this in. Like, she can't keep this in. So I'm like, dude, let's go tell. I'm like, let's go tell. You're I'm better gonna... off telling on yourself. I've always said this. Let's go tell. Always. I was like, you can't keep it in. Like, you're going to mess up and get us in a lot of trouble. And if we go tell, like, you have a future here, too. So let's not ruin it. I don't have a future. I'm faking my way through this. Like, we'll go and say it's all my fault. I swindled you, whatever. Like, I convinced you. How could I? I'm a terrible person. Yeah. Like, and I'm already thinking of layers of lies. Like, layers. And she's just like, I'm like, just trust me. Like, I've been through this. You're a regular pioneer. Like, just let me no. get us. Just let me get us out of this. Just let, yeah. Like, just let me get us out of this. Yeah. Like, I, I know I fucked up. <laughs> You were on a real path for it. Like, no. So does she know that you like, obviously she was there for the other stuff, but I'm saying like, did, did she know about the weed? Did she know about where, that you were mentally out? That, that I was like selling ecstasy. You, and yeah, no, did she, she know? didn't know. She okay. Didn't. So she, as far as she's concerned, she's only knowing about like the, the sin. Yeah. And one time where you're at. Yeah. I think one time I came over after work and she's like, uh, she's like, were you smoking weed? And I was like, yeah, she was like, I just didn't even lie to her. Like, what are you gonna do? Tell on me? Like, we're having sex. Like, while you're supposed to be watching your little brothers. Like, you know, like, yeah, I'm sneaking into your house. What's worse? You gonna tell yeah, on me? Like, uh, yeah, she's like, uh. So we go and tell, and we go and like just sell the story. Like, they buy it. They're like, all right, she has such a good life and her parents and everything. We're not gonna ruin her name. But you. So, you, yeah. So they're like, um, she's getting privately reproved. You're getting publicly reproved again. Losing, like, I had just got back to, like, doing the microphones and being an attendant and working the magazine counter. Like, I had just got all that shit back. Can I also just say, this is no, this is no shade to her, but it's kind of like what we touched on at the beginning of this, is if she was that deep in her faith, she knew you for what a few months but see i think like we said earlier she was i was like hey we, we can get out together i was her ticket so she wasn't that bought in i she she is because she's still a witness she's like married with kids and shit but like doesn't mean she's the, mentally in no but for sure but at the time like she was like she like at the time it was like to her like we're gonna be something and start a life like you know okay. even if we're reinstated even if we don't go to the meeting super like that like they won't know about this but like we'll eventually this started in the dark but we'll eventually make it a real thing in front of everyone and we'll do it the right way and like that was kind of where she was at and I was so like, oh, she kind of cool. was justifying the premarital sex because her thoughts were well we're gonna get married eventually and this and we're gonna be together be, yeah. yeah so what does this matter yeah okay. this is, i've done that to myself as well this is some this is an ancillary thought we'll worry about it later i'm like yeah. okay cool whatever you want yeah, you, who are you to question you know <laughs> whatever your logic whatever gets you through this because <laughs> personally i've been worried about both of us keeping our story straight so <laughs> if this is helping you convince yourself whatever. by all means cool great so okay. um I get reproved. Again. How did your dad react to this? Uh, I told him first. Oh, okay. I told him first. And I think like any dad, he was like, all right, tight a little bit, but also like, <laughs> like, oh, like, 
Yeah. Like his face, like any of the other stuff I got in trouble for, he was just so like I could see like the fury in his eyes, like you know. But this one, he was like, ah, I get boys it. Will be boys. <laughs> yeah, my guy, I get it. <laughs> Son, I get it, but you're gonna have to get out of this now. Like you know, like so you're, you're in it now. Hey, you're yeah. in it. You're in it. Whatever, but you're in it now. And so now you're on your own. You go talk to them. You go figure it out. Yeah. I'm, you're in At it. At this now. point, you you're want, legally an adult. It's you want to be a man? Go ahead, be a man. Go, go tell, go tell her dad and the elders. And cool. so I'm like, cool. So, I go knock that shit out. I. I'm Are like, you still yeah. in a relationship after you get reproved? No, we're like not allowed to talk to each other. We're not allowed to have any contact. We're not allowed nothing. Had we said we were gonna start dating and like go the whole chaperone appropriate route, yeah, we would have. But like her dad was like, "You don't have any contact with my daughter." Like oh. that happens. Maybe five or six months goes by, and my best friend. Still my best friend today, love him to death, would kill for him, would die for him. Almost overdoses on Xanax, which we, becomes the thing that we're at at that point in time. Yeah. And so he he overdoses. He has to go to the hospital, get his stomach pumped, like all this stuff. Because he's on Xanax and he's not thinking clearly, he's like, oh, I was supposed to go have my study. with." Calls him and is like, hey, I took too many Xans and I'm in the hospital. So I'm going to miss my study today, but we can reschedule for next week. So all the old people are like, what? Calls my dad and is like, oh, I was in the hospital. Blah, blah, all this stuff. And Spencer's like, and the, the domino effect. No. I'm glad we had the same end. reaction. That's the same. Rea- that's my reaction at every step <laughs> of the way. Just like, Josh, are you <laughs> You called it? What? So then... Yes. Everybody Get it together. knows. Come on, guys. We got Again, and now I'm back at like, well, Troy's the baptized one. Troy's the one, you know, like all this stuff. Yeah. So like, so you it's get all the weight me. of it. Yeah, yeah. it's and all you're me. also the one that's already has a history of fucking up. So they're like, it's got to be him. It's him. Everyone else down. It's him. You're so the then... bad association. It's it's you. So this time I'm like, I don't want to get this fellowship. I don't want to do time. all this stuff to get back in. So I start. I forgot about this part of the story until I'm telling it right now. I start, um, I just instantly start like going through the process of being like, hey, I fucked up because I'm thinking I can get uh, another publicly approved again, right? I'm like, right. hey, like I should be able to. And they're just like, nah, nah, nah. getting this fellowship. And I'm like, no, like, why am I getting, they're like, it's too big. Like, the hot, all, like, everyone knows you've been like, thumbing your nose at the organization at this whole true. institution this fair. whole time true. to be fair yeah I'm like <laughs> but now I'm heartbroken because I'm like no but I no, I don't but want not for the right reasons though <laughs> yeah not at all not at all so I'm like I don't want to I don't I want to get to sell shit so I'm like well fuck it I'm gonna appeal which no one does no one I didn't does. know that was a thing you can appeal not a good move <laughs> but if you work? win if you win, you have to call Bethel. And I, okay, what is someone waiting by a phone? Yes, there's a 24-hour hotline at Bethel. Someone all the time. Oh my God, okay. I'm so much. Yeah. So okay. Yes. There's a. It's called the help desk, and you can call Bethel at any time. And there's someone there 24 hours a day, 365 days a year. Um. So, I. That wasn't even at that point yet. Um. I was like, I want to appeal. 
uh, yeah, first, before that happens, I'm like, uh, I'm like, I want to appeal. I'm like, I don't, that's not happening. So they're like, all right, well, they pick three separate brothers in your circuit from the circuit overseer. You, you don't call Bethel first. Sorry. You call the circuit overseer. Okay. The circuit overseer uh, picks three, but there's a committee already. It's not just a random three, okay. but he's like, Hey, but they're not at all. Like one brother from this kingdom hall, one from this kingdom hall, one from this kingdom hall, not even okay. close to each other. Right. And so they're like, a, they're a special appeals committee. I didn't know, but it's been decided once the, the elders group decides who they want to nominate. It's a whole thing. It's a whole political thing that they do. Of course. So I get like some people that like kind of know me. You know, like I get a guy that I know. One of the people, like I know the other two guys only vaguely know me, but one of them, I'm like, "Come on, Eric! Like you gotta help me out here, right?" You know me. Yeah, and so Eric's just like, "Dude, he's a good kid." Like, sure. You know, like I got him. I'm like, I got you on my side. The two older two are like, no, 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 because they're probably of like the generation where it's black and white, and there's no middle ground on there. And I'm on my third chance now. Like, yeah. they let me back in. Then I got college. Now, <laughs> not six months later, Spencer overdoses, and I'm again on the chopping block. Like, but is it because Spencer mentioned your name, or is it because they put two and two together and they obviously made four? They because... put two and two together. Oh, okay. Yeah, I'd appeal that too. Yeah, they put you two have and two together. You nothing concrete on me. Yeah, and. You have nothing concrete on me except for that I associated with this person. Yeah, which is and, not and I, grounds for disfellowshipping. And I wasn't there when he overdosed. I wasn't with him. I didn't like. Yeah, I knew he was taking the pills because I was there when we bought the pills. But they don't know <laughs> that. Yeah, they don't know that. So I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, I don't know. Like, I don't. You guys, I don't know. And so I'm like, nah. Like, you know, and all the reasons for getting disfellowshipped are not in there. Like, I'm not. I'm not like you know saying anything against the truth i'm not anything i just you're not saying he was right to od yeah i'm not saying that we're doing that many drugs like he just took too many it's a mistake so i'm like i'm appealing i'm appealing i'm appealing so everybody comes there like no and so they're like we're gonna disfellowship you so that's wednesday night all right they're like, hey, you know, because first they're like, hey, basically in your our minds, you're disfellowshipped at that Already. first meeting. Yeah. To, don't come like at the meeting, like come in and leave. Don't like milk this time that you have. That's like this appeal oh, I'm time. Milk it. Yeah. They're like, don't just come in and leave. And I'd be like, hey, like what's up? Say hi to everybody. One that would like, you know, Say hi to all my friends it's one last few times until it's announced from up there. Yeah. So that's Wednesday, Thursday night. They announce it. I don't know if I went the second time. I the second time, okay. Um, the second time, I was like, I want to appeal, and they were like, No. They were like, You, I, you lost the appeal. So I'm like, I'm like, what? Like, I wanted to be in this, and now you guys are kicking me out because, like, I'm like, I don't want to lose my family again. Like, yeah. I my grandparents at that time were kind of older and sick. They ended up living a lot longer, but at that time, but you I was don't like, know that. Yeah. yeah, I was like, I don't know how much time. Like, I can't. I'm not going to do this. Like, I'm not going to do What do I got to do? And they're like, no, you're just fellowship. So, like, cool, whatever. So, I I think I stayed for the announcement and sat. Like, I walked. I got all my stuff up, went and stood by the, like, in the auditorium thing by the door. The door and yeah. when they announced it, I was just, like, tight and walked out. Like, later. And how old are you at by this point? It's only a year later, so I'm only. Oh, my God. I keep forgetting that that's yeah, <laughs> 
from one thing to the I've next. I've only been back six months a year. I did that football season, and now by May of the se- that full one that's, full year, I'm out. Yeah, I'm out. Yeah, they they kept it quiet until that. They, <laughs> I was there, Antonio Brown. They kept all of my transgressions quiet. They're like, don't let the media find out until we want to get rid of him. We need him on our team. Uh, <laughs> so. Um, I'm just fellowshipped and then the next day I go to Starbucks where I don't work anymore But I go in and I'm like and the girl that I had because I was like, hey, I learned that money equals freedom Early so if you want to get out from under your parents and you want the tracker off your car And you want them off your phone pay for it yourself I can get you a job at the Starbucks. I quit because I know everybody and we all party So let me take you over there. So I get her a job and the next day I go in and just get a Starbucks and she's she sees me, she starts crying, and I'm like, oh, great. You're so, like, this is dramatic. And she's like, I have to tell you something. And I'm like, what? She's like, if I would have known that I could have made a difference, I would have told you when it happened, but I didn't know. And I'm like, what are you talking about? She's like, on Wednesday, after the uh, after the appeal committee said, you know, like, no, you denied you're getting to fellowship tomorrow, that my presiding, because then all, for all of those meetings, it's you versus the three elders they're on one side the three new elders are on one side and you're like they're hearing both sides as to why you feel you know and i was like it's unfair they like and like i told you they're mad that i didn't grow up into who they wanted me to be and so they're taking that out of me they're like yeah you know kind of but also like you're making a whole mockery of this religion judicial system and they're right and a hundred percent right (laughs) to be fair objectively yeah yeah, i'm (laughs) Yeah, I'm wiping but in the my... thick of it, you're like, no, fuck this shit. Like, I should not. <laughs> <laughs> yes, 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 no, a hundred percent. So, I, uh, I got out. So I get this fellowship. She tells me that mm-hmm. Friday, I call Bethel instantly. Just like, nope, you can't do that. Wait, what like, did she th- tell you? She, oh, oh, I didn't get it. Sorry. So she's like, after they were like, hey, you're, we're gonna disfellowship you. That's final. The presiding overseer who was on my committee went home and called her dad and was like, she was like, yeah. And she, at this time, she's like, she knew I was in some shit because some of my friends at Starbucks were like, you know, what's going on with Troy, blah, blah. Yeah. And so she was like, just such like a little kid just there for the cheese, man, just there for the gossip that she would answer the phone when her, because like her dad by this point had what her dad was on pace to be an elder stepped down because she got into some shit with me and was back at like being a ministerial servant moving his way up so gotcha. just called her dad and was like hey that thing you asked i did it no when no. that first happened when we got in trouble he had told yo like you can't like i appreciate what you're doing for my daughter because cause he told her this. He was like, you know, I had to go over there and say thank you that you didn't get this fellowship too. Like, do you even know what you could, how bad this is? Blah, blah, blah. And so he was like, no. he had gone and told him like, hey, I thank you for what you did for her. But if you ever get the chance for me, get this fool out of here. Like, make him pay for this. He got the chance. What's, what's, what's getting me too about this is, like what is this mentality of like get this motherfucker out of here? She, yeah, she wanted to do it. Yeah, she tracked she tracked me down. Like she definitely was like she was definitely like the initiator. Like I was like, "Oh, hey, okay." Like all right. Like but I guess. But now she's the now but not now she, she but he's the victim. Like he's yeah, like he's involved himself. Like he's the victim. Like how could you bring this shame upon me? So 
to make Again, me feel better. This is not 1800. Bro, right? So he, so Dennis is like, yeah, I did it. I, it's done. And she was like, I didn't know what he meant. I didn't know. He just called and said, hey, that thing you asked me to do, help you out? Yeah, I did it. It's done. It's going to happen for sure. And he was like, thank you. I appreciate you. Have a good night. Got off the phone. Mafia? Right? So I'm like, what are you talking about? And she's like, told my dad before you were getting disfellowshipped. That was before I had the meeting, he was already predetermined that I'm going to get disfellowshipped as a favor to this dude who is now a couple weeks after I get disfellowshipped is announced as an elder. So as a favor to the, yeah. So as a favor to that guy, right. As like a, Hey, Hey, scratch your back, scratch my back. They get in. So I instantly fr the Friday after I get disfellowshipped, I call Bethel. I'm like, yo, I want to talk. I'm disfellowshipped. I want to talk to whatever highest committee person I can talk to. They're like, did you talk to your circuit overseer? I'm like, yeah, when I appealed, I don't want to talk to circuit overseer. I want to talk to somebody at Bethel. They're like, okay, uh, hold on. We'll get you an elder. Please hold. So they get me an elder. I tell them 80% of the story. Just like, hey, <laughs> yeah, hey, I got this fellowship, blah, blah. I appealed. I went to my thing. I was contrite. I, sh like, I showed the changes I'm planning to make. I gave a plan of how I wanted to stay in the truth, all this shit. And they are against it. And that's fine if they thought I was a bad apple. But then to find out that, yeah. no, they did it. As, it was, they already were pre- determined he's like whoa 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 hold on I'm like you know what you're accusing them of like yes i know exactly what i'm I was accusing like, yeah. them of. so he's like okay cool give me your phone number uh we're gonna get on a call with your circuit overseer circuit overseer gets on a call that following sunday or monday i tell him again i tell him that in the appeal like you know i kind of lost they had better logic but it turns out like they were already planning it he's just like what so he's like all right we have to have another meeting that body of elders and you come back and now i'm like let's fight it let's take this shit to court i'm gonna fight my case like you're whatever fight you're fighting this for something you don't want anyway i don't even want to be in <laughs> it's the principle <laughs> yes so i go back i have one more meeting with the circuit overseer and basically he's like hey i thought about this did they announce this and they're like yeah he's like that's done he's like they announced it to the hall He's like, we're not right. going to go back and say that we made a mistake or that some kind of wrongdoing was done. Like, fact is, you didn't want to be here. You haven't wanted to be here for years. You've been doing all this shit. Yeah, the technicality, you're wrong, but yeah. we're not going to go out and publicly say that this could that this could be. He says to me, he's like, we're not going to publicly go out and say that this was a mistake because now we're telling him the Holy Spirit was wrong. Now we're telling him this was wrong. No, you're disfellowshipped. Go through the process to get back in. Meeting adjourned. Oh, so I, I should have seen that coming because. <laughs> I, Me too. Be, yeah, we all should have seen that coming. All the listeners should have seen that because, like, if they were to go back and say, like, "Oh, we fucked up. We were wrong. Our elders were wrong. The appeals process is biased. Nothing is secure." Then the next person that tries to go about it as directed it's gonna be like well remember what happened to troy and then and, and yes that's within your congregation but it doesn't stay in your congregation the next congregation is to hear about what happened to troy what happened to troy and there then was three like, other elders from other parts of our, our circuit yes. that yeah they can't they like they cannot say we fucked up it will all unravel if they do that you know you were yeah you were trying to bring down the big man and it's just not
But I was so hopeful naively. I thought, yeah, no. well, maybe, maybe he'll <laughs> no. go and somebody bigger than the person that made that call will swoop in and be like, oh, no, 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 we're not doing <sighs> See, my dad was like, you should call the homie at legal. And I was just like, nah. Because again, like now I'm fighting for something so big and I still want to leave. <laughs> like I still don't want to be a witness. But like, you don't want to be a witness on your terms and you don't want to be a witness. I don't want to be a disfellowship witness. I want to be, yes. I want to dis. yeah, I don't want to be disfellowshipped. Like I want to leave on my terms and still have my family. And yes. And so that after that, I was just like, this is a political scam. This the is. Whole thing. This is a game. This is no, like, no, like, no, nah, I'm good. I'm super good. And at that point, like, I was just like, how can this be directed by God if it's politics? Like, you know, like, yeah. this isn't Jesus like. This is not Christ like at all. <laughs> I'm not. What would Jesus there was, do? There was no <laughs> hearings with the apostles and the. <laughs> And all of that, like, no, there was just Jesus and what was right and wrong, and that was it. <laughs> like, so, yeah. nah, like, I was like, nah, this is a scam. I don't know. It, I don't it's know. It's been I, a scam. Yeah, so now <laughs> I'm like. Knew that? But to me, it was a, like, maybe the religion part was right, but the. Organization was not. Yeah, it was wrong, you know? And yeah. so then after that, like. I don't really say, I'd say probably like two or three years after that, I like, I don't know what I read. It wasn't like a full on like apostate thing, but it was like a, some kind of history book where I was just like, yo, this is not lining up, dog. Like, like hold on, hold on, because none of this stuff is accurately happening with all of these records of actual stuff they found in Babylon. Yeah. So this is all just getting cooked up somewhere. I'm shocked and... you did any research. Because you, you, I mean, it's one thing to do research because you believed it and then you started to not believe it and then you do the research. But like, you didn't believe it to begin with. Yeah. Uh, you know what? I think I did the research so I could prove to my parents it wasn't. Oh, me. so you had more argument. Like yeah, more, like so I could be like, exactly. hey, like I, I just felt like my dad was smart enough that if I if I presented the right evidence, mm. his logic had shown me through my whole life that there's no way that he's gonna have like a blind corner because he's never approach anything non-logically you know like you know there's never been like if you can reason with him like my mom will just shut down but like she's still 16 yeah. in her head yeah like yeah. no i don't want to hear it like yeah. i'm in survival mode still like this is what i need to survive i'm still trying to get back to my dad i'm 16 my dad dies my son is born and i'm still trying to get back to my dad so whatever you're telling me keep it to yourself doesn't like through my whole life anything my mom's still trying to hear it. but my dad will be like oh, he's got a point like that's kind of more reasonable like that. So, yeah. so I'm like, all right, like maybe if I can explain to him, like, Hey, let's, I can explain it to you biblically. Like I read all the Dead Sea Scrolls. There's all these books they forgot. Like, you know, like this is in the Daniel book that we studied in book study that they were going to find these scrolls and it said this, but it really said all this, <laughs> but you don't want to read the whole thing. Cause you just want to read what it said in the Daniel book. Like, yeah. And so I was like, that like broke my heart because I was like, I'm right. Like, I'm right. I'm, I'm right. I know I'm right. Yeah. And you're blindly being like, hey, no, no, like, get out. Like, so I get this fellowship the second time. That's like February. That's like 
April and my parents like you have 30 days get out of the house so like by that you're 18 you have 30 days get out so I'm out and I'm like trying like I move into my grandma's casita because she's back and forth between here and Mexico so she's like I'd love for you to have like another person on the property so like this whole time I'm still like trying to like get my parents to like come along with me like just be like hey hey saw this like small talk things like that and it's just over time like our it was just like nah like nah so yeah like I don't really have a relationship with them now like unless something bad happens and then our whole family has to come together or they need me for something but like outside of that like and obviously like the strain me being disfellowshipped has put like on our family like on that dynamic right it's made it more that like when we do interact it's oil and water because there's so much here now you know like Mm, that's not being discussed it's it's not being resolved it's just in the air at all yeah so that's the common trend of like uh desire to like i'm the kid and i figured out that this is bullshit you're my parent so by assumption you should know even more than me you've been on this earth longer than me you've been in this religion longer than me so i'm gonna come to you with very simple explanation of why this doesn't make sense and you will figure out that it also doesn't make sense you'll leave too and we'll all live happily ever after and it doesn't happen and you're like well how the hell have i put you know especially if you figured it out as a kid like you and i and other people you're like i'm a child i'm 10 i'm 11 i'm 6 and i'm figuring this out that this doesn't add up you're an adult you're my mom you're my how are you being bamboozled by this see yeah and like i think i kind of through shit had already had that argument on other things with my parents so you know like Mm. where i was just like mom why are we here like you know what i'm saying like he doesn't want us we are we are not part of his life plan and he's told us since we were kids like why are we here and she's still like well this is what i picked you know so For her to be like, I'm picking Jehovah and shit. I'm just like, oh, bro. Like, I, I've seen this before. Here's I know another thing. Yeah, I know you're not picking me. I know that I'm not getting picked. Oh, that burns. You know? So. Yeah. And, like, that was a thing. Like, even at one point, like, full overshare. Like, in the time, me and my dad have had several altercations. But in that, like, you need to move. Like, you have 30 days out. Like, I was trying to choke him out. Like, legitimately. And while I was choking him out. I was choking him out because him and my mom were like in the back room like arguing mm-hmm. and like he like came in the house like he had like he was saying some shit to her I don't remember but like I wasn't into whatever he was talking I didn't like his tone I didn't right. like what he was saying I was like right. nah fuck that so I'm coming from the back of the house from my room and he's like like he says whatever he says like throws the like sliding door shut and walks off and as he's walking off he like kind of walks by me and tries to kind of like just butt me through the hallway and I'm like nah mm. and we, I just start beating his ass like I just I'm like nah nah too old nah, for nah. This. nah 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 I'm way too big for this homie like yeah I'm 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 your size I'm bigger than you now so now we're so we're fighting and I get him to where like I'm choking him out and I'm like you're not in control of this house you're not, not even I was like me. you're not in control of me I was like you're barely a man but you're not a man here you're getting choked out by a little boy like and I'm whispering in his ear like on some diabolical <laughs> shit I'm just like, no, just chill. Just take it. It's fine. Just stop fighting. It's fine. It's fine. You ain't getting out of this. It's deep. It's deep. Yeah, you can't breathe now, huh? Huh? It's hard. Oh, you can't breathe. You're choking. Like that's 18 like a... years build up. Yeah. Like yeah. Like and so, 
my mom had like come in to say some shit like so like and another thing like she had thought of what she wanted to say so she goes to throw the door open and just sees him like and me just choking him out like just deep 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 in there and she runs over and is like stop like you're killing him let him go and i'm like yeah i know like and she's like crying and she's like please please and i'm just like fine i let him go and I'm just like, yeah, full. like, fuck this fool. So I leave, I walk out, and then, like, I'm in my room, like, 20 minutes later, my mom comes, and she's like, me and your dad were talking, you have to go. I'm like, yeah, I figured, fucking yeah. pussy. Like, I'm like, yeah, I'm like, oh, you sit here to tell me? Come tell me again. He, like, closes this door, great. yeah. Oh, yeah, no, I've, I'm attacking my dad. Like, I see it for what it is at every point with everyone. Like, you can't do that shit to me. Mm-hmm. Like, you could try to, but no, you're scared. That's why you sent her to tell me, because you're going to get choked out again, because I'm not having this shit. Like, what's up? And so he's like, so he's like, uh, so he just is uncomfortable. So I like get my shit. Yeah. I move out. He can't I be move... the man of the house if you were there. You have to. Yeah, it's yeah. I, yeah, I had established dominance, and he had to be like, yo, tell your kid to go. So my mom's like, a dog. like, yeah, no, I definitely so, so. Then I'm out, but I'm still like, hey, my bad. Like you had it coming. I'm not apologizing, but sorry, it's stressed out, mom. Let's figure it out. And so he's like, okay, so we're kind of like cool, you know, like we're, we're kind of cool. They kind of try to invite me to meetings or invite me to memorial or stuff like that. And like, like that probably happened for a while. Like, and you know, I say to people, they're like, oh, I can't believe, like I'll see people post like, like another year, another memorial invitation, like came and found this on my door and said, you know, love mom or whatever. And as much as you're like, I can't wait to just, they get it through their head that I am not going to the meetings. Like, I love that. The, the first time that it doesn't come, it hurts so much. The hmm. first time to know that they gave up, like, you're sitting there waiting for them to not, to not do it. But then that April 8th rolls around and you ain't got a memorial thing. You're like, damn, they don't even want to come. They don't even want to try no more, dude. Like... It's what you wanted, and now it's like toxic relationship shit. It's so toxic. But look at my teen toxic parents. Like, (laughs) I'm living in toxicity. Chef, that's what I know. I don't know if I got the invite this year. I don't think I've gotten an invite maybe in like four or five years. And I got cool with it like the second time. Like, oh, thank God. Because it's. A level of man- of uh, emotional manipulation that you're like, yeah, I don't want to keep going through this with you and back and forth. But that first year, you're like, ouch, damn, like they didn't even drop the invitation. Like my cousin's like, oh, I got one at my door. And I'm like, damn, they didn't even. You're like, I didn't. Yeah, I'm like, I hope they don't just, want me anymore. <laughs> like you're telling yourself when the regular witnesses put the one that they just happened to put in the canvas territory, like that one must have been my mom. Like she must have brought that one. Like you're telling yourself whatever. It's not, like, yeah, it's no, not. yeah, this one must have been mom and dad for sure. Like Right, right, right. Yeah, so it just I think one day I think I told them like, yo, like, just stop. Like they said something they they said something. Like I saw them somewhere and they were like, you know, we hope one day you come back to Jehovah. And I was like, hey, I'm not. Don't ask again. Don't, like, yeah. Let I'm Let me save good... you the time. Yeah, don't. You, you guys look dumb nah. right now. Just don't do this. <laughs> yeah, don't do you're, this. you're starting to look desperate. Stop. Yeah, stop, stop. Shh, shh, shh. Just go, just go. It's fine. <laughs> and so they did. And we just didn't have contact. We still to this day don't have contact. Um, they live less than a mile from me. 
Um, we live less than a mile apart. Granted, in those four or five years, it hasn't gone smooth. Um, but, like, I think one of the biggest things was, like, last year. Okay, so that's, what, 2008? So, by 2018, I've been dis- I've been disfellowshipped longer than I've been almost equally as long as I've been, like, half of my life. Because I'm 33... I got disfellowshipped when I was 17. Mm, so You're close. Almost. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. I've spent just about as much time on my own as I have with my parents. Like, it's, it's a fucking, wow. it's a weird thing. It's a weird thing. And I don't think, uh, they didn't talk, uh, I would see them in passing. I would see them, like, in passing or, like, around my grandma's. Uh, I moved to L.A., I moved to LA in like 2016. So I moved to LA and I was like back and forth, but primarily in LA, like I didn't really see them much. Didn't really have much to do with them. Um, they had contact with my grandma who I still have contact. That's like my best friend in the world. I love my grandma. Shout out my grandma. Like she was like the, un- she never got into the truth with my mom, my mom's mom. She never, mm. she never got into it. She was like, and she was only like a fake Catholic too. She was like, I don't know. <laughs> One of those. Like, yeah. She was like, Hey, look, I don't know about all this stuff, but like I go on the days I'm supposed to go. And then Easter, I go to the casino. Christmas. Yeah, yeah exactly. Like, all right, cool. Sick. Cool. grandma. <laughs> so we had a cool relationship and she always would like try to, reconnect me and my mom because her and my mom are super connected and it just never like it can't it doesn't work out it doesn't work out like they're not trying to see it and like anyway i try to break it to them like you know like i've made it clear to them that even today if they were like hey we're not going to meetings no more where we even if we are but we understand we'd like to rekindle our relationship with you life is short yeah um I'd be open to it. I'd like, I'm not holding anything against them. I would be super welcoming to having my parents back in my life. Mm-hmm. Like even as adults, like let's meet equally here and just be adult friends. Yeah. Like, you know, I'd like to have some like guidance, even though like in the back of my head, I also realized that you're not where I am right now. So no. I don't, so like I've figured it out on my own. Like I don't need to know, you know, like, yeah, that's what oh, that's what my therapist is there for. <laughs> like, exactly. Anything exactly. I need to know, she can help me. I don't need to rekindle this with you for some kind of leadership. Right. Um, but at some point, I took uh, like one of my good friends' moms passed away, and like I was kind of taking care of her. She was dying, and she was like, you know, always like look after my daughter, make sure that my daughter's gonna be okay. Like even if she tells you not to, just make sure, sure. for me that she's cool, and try to fix shit with your mom. Like, just try. And so I was like, so I'm like, okay. So I go and take my mom to therapy. Um, we she there. went? She went. I, I wow. begged her. I was like, hey, I pay for it. I just need you to come on this day, whatever time you can come. You don't have to tell anyone. You don't have to tell dad. You don't have to tell anyone. Just please come to therapy with me. I have all these things I want to say to you. Like, and not right. in like a, I didn't even take her in like a, I hate you. You ruined our lives. Yeah. Like, an unloading was, thing. Yeah. Just, it was know. just like, I love you. I want to fit. Like we can fix this. This is all the times in my life where I've been at your side, like where you didn't have anyone. Yeah. And I've been Does there and I'm just asking you like, and yeah. I'm asking you to just trust me right now that like, like let's rebuild this. And my mom sat in therapy with me and said that none of the things that I was saying were happened, happened. She was like, that never happened. That never happened to you. 
that never happened. I don't know where you're making these stories up from. That never happened. And I've had, like, my mother has said that to me, not in therapy, but in general. And yeah, there's, there's nothing, there's nowhere to go after that. There's nowhere. Because if you're there's not no- both going to be honest and be in reality, there's nothing. There's nothing. Bye. Like, yeah. bye. So no. we finish therapy and we walk out and like the therapist like, you know, thanks for coming. You were my last appointment. I'm going to get my car and go. And she like drives off. And as soon as she gets to the end of the driveway, my mom just starts crying and gives me this hug. And it's like, I'm so sorry. She was like, I'm so sorry. And I was like, for what? You just said nothing happened. She's like, I couldn't tell that lady that this all happened. Like, what the fuck is wrong with you? Like, what the fuck is wrong with you? Yeah. And she's like, I'm sorry. I couldn't admit to all that in front of her. Like, we don't need her knowing our business. We don't need her knowing, like, giving the witnesses a bad name. We don't need all this shit. Like, I'm sorry. I'm sorry you saw all that. I'm sorry that it happened. I'm sorry that you were a part of that. I'm sorry you remember it. I'm sorry all of it. Like, and I was just like, yo, like, like violent traumatic things that happened to us like how are you sitting here being like no that didn't happen no you didn't get thrown in the street no you didn't get thrown out of our car no this didn't happen to you no and now i look like a fucking liar to this lady and now i look like i've embellished this whole thing yeah and now i look crazy like you totally gaslit me for this lady yes so i go into therapy and my therapist is like i circled the parking lot and i saw her crying and hugging you she's like i saw all of it what'd you talk about and i was like she apologized and was like yes i had to lie in there and she was like i've been doing this a long time i've never met someone that delusional she was like you were telling her shit and i could see in layers the deep her inside crying like i could see it breaking where she's like that didn't happen but i can see it all in her like she just wanted to throw up yeah Yeah. she's like i know that what you were saying was the truth and that you know she's never gonna admit it and she's like it's a law of diminishing returns like she was like she's still an 18 19 year old girl in her brain and she's like and She's never going to admit. She's never going to. She's like, if she says that this happened, now it tears down your dad in her that she's built up. It tears down the congregation. It tears down all these constructs that are how she survives. Yeah. And she's not going to throw that away for you because she chose not to throw that away for you several times. So just. Yeah. She's like, I'm. She's in so deep. Yeah. She's like, I'm always supposed to tell people to never give, you know, never give up, always hold a place for them, <laughs> keep it open. She's like, you're better off if you just let it go. And I was just like, yo, what? Like, you're yeah. a professional, what? So I just, like, kind of detached from them, like, tough. Like, yeah. and I really didn't have much contact with them uh, till my granddad passed in, like, 2016. Was, was he a Jehovah's Witness? He was, um, he was definitely physically and mentally out. Like mm. he was, he got into it, um, when I was probably like right before I got baptized, like he got baptized like a year before me, maybe. Gotcha. Because he had told my grandma he would, he was like, nah, I'm not going to be a Jehovah's witness until I retire from work. And so then he was reti- he was just stipulation. Yeah, he was just like, yeah, no, 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 I'm not I'm not into it. He's like, maybe when I retire, I'll take the time to study. Mm-hmm. So then like 65 comes and my grandma's like, "Well, you got nothing to do. You promised." And he's like, "All right." So he starts studying and he's kind of like, "Well, whatever. I'm going to die anyways." Like 
if this if this makes my house comfy my wife let me go 60 years never pressured me to go to the meetings never you know like he wasn't an angel either but he was like you know what like we're still together when the only thing i ever told her i'd do for her was like when i retire i'll think about studying so he was like all right so he studied and he got baptized and was like fuck it and then probably for the last five six that probably was like you know two mid 2000s by like 2010 11 Mm-hmm. He was kind of sick and he was just like, I don't go to the meetings. Like, I'm not going. You can't make me get because dressed. Because I'm sick. <laughs> yeah, I'm not going out of the room. I'm tired. I'm not. I'm just staying in my room, watching TV. Like, I'm kicking it. I'm not going to these meetings. Like, yeah, I did it for a little bit. I went out in service. No, I'm good. And just stopped going. But my aunt and my, gra- and my, aunt and my grandma continued to go to meetings, obviously. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, fast forward. Like, I would try. Like, I would try just randomly to, like, Send, like I'd see something funny that like reminded me of like our childhood or like right. I would try to send him a text or like just hey you don't like I would text my mom probably more than anything mm-hmm. um in that time in those years like hey you can delete this you don't have to show anyone this you never have to tell anyone at the kingdom hall you talk to me but I want you to know I love you if you ever need to go somewhere there's a safe space out here for you and I'm holding space in my life for you gotcha you know all, always like you're yeah. my mom you made sacrifices before we got into this, like, and I'm never gonna not hold a space for you, you know? And she'd just be like, thank you. And then the text would go green. And they'd be like, all right, tight. Like, you know, so like. Yeah, you know I what know. it is, actually. Yeah, I know what it is, you know? But she'd be like, thank you, I love you too. Like, just keep doing your thing and you're surviving. And if you're ever in any trouble, like, let me know. Like, you know, that yeah. was it. And then, you know, and she, but I knew she was talking to me in secret. Like, I know my dad didn't know that she was talking to me. Like, it'd be For green, sure. it'd go blue, it'd go back green, it'd go blue. You know, so I'm like, all right, she's deleting them. But now in my head, I'm like, she's willing to break the rules. Like, I'm like, okay, I got a little crack there. Good point. And so it took, like, that was the biggest win for yeah. me. Like, she's breaking the rules. I don't care if she's breaking the rules slowly but surely. Mm-hmm. Um, and then fast forward 2020, 2021. 2021 yeah last year uh my grandma passed my dad's mom and i had always said like basically as they start once my grandpa passed i realized that once my grandma passes my dad has no reason to be here and like it's only a matter of time where they will go get an rv and they will leave palm springs like they will never come back like they'll this is done like you know that's the only reason for them to be in the the california area yeah because they like my mom and my grandma don't have a close relationship they're semi-close because of everything they've been through and like coming to america and all of that you know like yeah and so like they they have a bond like my grandma my mom was my grandma's first translator you know like that's who my grandma always is gonna lean to so they share ties but they don't have like a relationship yeah they don't have like a great relationship like at, at all really like um but and i mean they probably do to like their own dynamic but it's like so far removed from me and so like me and my mom don't really have any contact and then uh last year my grandma passed and she actually call told my dad to call me and she reinitiated and she's like like the christmas after my grandpa passed uh, my maternal grandma always would make tamales for everybody. So she, my, she'd make my grandpa a batch on the low and like take him over and be like, 
you know, it's Christmas, but it's not a Christmas thing. I'll give you yours, you know, after Christmas or before Christmas right. or whatever. I love those people. And so Christmas Day, like I personally made like one of the best batches, a huge ass batch of tamales. And I was like, we're taking these to my grandma. Like, you know, like this is the first year my grandpa's not there. We're not just going to stop taking them. And I went and like I knocked on the door, knocked on the door and they didn't even answer. Oh. And I was like, fuck. So I went next door. And the neighbor was like, who are you? And I, like, I told him and he's like, oh, you know, I've talked to blah, blah, blah. I talked to you. So we're like talking. And then he goes and rings the doorbell. And then finally my grandma's like looks out the window and she's like, like he's not going to go away. He's getting more people to come yeah, to the door. Yeah, he's so, causing a scene. <laughs> yeah. So she opens the door and she's like, hi, what's up? And I give her the tamales. She's like, thank you. Like, love you. Have a good day. And shuts the door. And I'm like, damn, okay. So I had no intention of ever like rekindling that relationship. Yeah, that was the last olive yeah. branch, if you will. And so she called me on her deathbed, like, and told my dad to tell me to come, like. Wow. And yeah, it was it was really crazy. Like that was just like I dropped everything. I was just like, I'm yeah, there right now. Yeah, for sure. And um, yeah, like I just talked to her, like you know, she told me how much she missed me and that basically like none of this matters <laughs> like none of this matters why do people matters. need to wait until the deathbed and let, she's like you know she she told me she was like i'm sorry that i got us all into this because that's oh. how they got her is that her dad died and they were like we can get mm. you your parents back her yeah. mom died when she was a kid and then her dad died later and she was like i want my parents back and that's how they got me she's like and she's like but look at <laughs> she was like look at squirrel like if I, if we if they the other two didn't go to the meeting where do you think they would be possibly but we'll never know and i'm like you know she's like they need this like they needed this she's like and i made this decision like when i saw how bad it got and you know it's she's like i'm sorry like and now i she's like if i would have known the real effects i don't know that i do this again and like it's just me and her in the room and i'm fucking bawling like i'm yeah you know, and she and she's like, but if you go tell them that I told you this, then their whole shit's going to unravel. Yeah. She was like, they can only come to this realization on their own. Mm -hmm. You came to the realization and you're fine. You're good and you don't need it and you're smart enough and you're strong enough. And she's like, and you can't make them see it. One day they'll see it. Yeah. And they'll welcome you back and they'll apologize she's like and I, all I can say is it took me to hear to tell you that I'm sorry like and that you know cause yeah. I'm I was more like I have a different recollection of my grandparents they were still young you know my parents are 17 so they're <laughs> right, 35 they they're yeah. 35 40 you know <laughs> they're like what yeah. so you know they were just like my grandma was just like I'm so sorry she's like you know and she's like and I didn't think you would even come. She was like, I didn't think you would have came right now. That's, but that's the, the cult telling them that. Yeah. Well, you know, that's the cult and that's her. And we're both Capricorns. We're both, uh, <laughs> you know, we're both, yeah. Her birthday's two days from mine. She's like, I know you. And I know that you would have been like, oh, you want me to come now? Fuck you. Fuck that. You know, <laughs> I'm out. <laughs> yeah. So she was like, I just, I like, thank you for coming. Thank you for at least like you're my first baby so to make it right with you is cool um this is it for me mm -hmm. they say i got two weeks and i don't even think i got that and so i was just like i'm not leaving you wiped my ass 
as a baby and I'm going to do it for you now. Like, oh, you know, and to me, you're my mom because my mom got up every day and dropped me off to go to work, you know, and that's right. no fault of her. She had to, but like my grandma gave me the fucking life advice. My grandma had the deep talks with me. My grandma told me what was and wasn't okay. My grandma told me to that, you know, my grandma just gave me those life lessons young. Like my grandma told me at a young age, like you're smart and you have to just be unapologetically black. Like, you have yeah. to work twice as hard. You to have to half. do twice as much to get half. Mm-hmm. And she's like, everybody else, your mom, your other grandma, we're telling you you're a genius, you're ahead of it, and you want it to come to you. It's not going to come to you because you're black. And it's not going to come to you because you're half black, half Mexican. Right. So it's really not going to come to you. So if you want it, go get it. But she didn't realize like how hard I was going to go get it. Yeah. You know? So now she's like, hey, you listened, you did it, you're going to be fine. Help me through. Help me know that I don't have any bad blood with you. Yeah. Going out. And I was like, I won't make things right with my parents. Probably, you know, like mm-hmm. they'll be dying, and someone from the hall will already know what they're doing and know their plan and know where they're going and all that stuff. And it'll just yeah. be an afterthought. Like, hey, tell Troy I passed. Like, you know. Probably. But I think maybe if my dad dies first, my mom will come and be like, oh shit, you know. But if they die together or go out in their own way, I don't think that'll happen because they're both too stubborn. But to know that my grandma set this all in motion by coming to California from Alabama and by meeting the witnesses and all all that happening for her to be like, I'm sorry, but we're good. Like, you know, you're going to be fine. It's part of your life experience. Unfortunately, it made you stronger. But just go and live life and don't look back and like that was the most closure like it took this long but it got me to a point to be like okay like it's it's all for me and it's all for if i'm proud of myself it's all for little troy it's all for you know it's all for that kid at the kingdom hall like raising his hands and yeah getting punished for the dumbest shit like but that troy would be so impressed with today's troy because like holy shit we got the fuck out and we're okay. Like and we're, we're not, okay. Yeah. We're not like the examples that they had in those movies that they made or that you'd hear about at the conventions. Like, yeah. oh, you can leave and be successful and be okay and still have a good, like, good character and all those things. Can, it's and not like mutually person. Yeah, you can leave and also stay being a good person. I think with, like, what we're doing right now, like, these kids, like, they can't keep these kids off Spotify. That's true. They cannot keep these kids off YouTube. No. Because, like, there's, like, they can keep them off Instagram. They can keep them off the forums. They can keep them off Discord. They can keep them off everything. They can keep them off Reddit. But somehow, like, music Mm -hmm. and YouTube, it's gonna seep in. As soon as Google cross collateralizes that they have any JW anything, yeah. There's gonna, you know, like, I saw this thing that or at one point that said, uh, the original definition of apostate is a freed slave from a really? slave, from a slave, a slave owner made that term like, oh, that's an apostate. Like they made that, like it's from their perspective. So when people say like, oh, you're, like apostasy is bad. 
because that yeah from a slave owner standpoint from the slave i'm a freed slave dog. like what right. what are you talking about like yeah it depends on who you ask yeah like i'm happy to be a freed slave if you said that like yeah. you know like but when you make it so dark and negative and you're like yeah oh like and i'm sure there's stuff that it's never gonna undo for me there's stuff that's never gonna undo for you and stuff we can't make right but if these kids catch this on youtube catch this on spotify mm -hmm. grown-ass adults if someone catches this and just hears that like we're all okay out here like we're all okay yes we're all okay like we're, yeah it's there's like we dark days yes we have trauma that lingers but like that's because the damage is already done and it can't be undone but we're still good people you know it's like they always would say like i love one thing being a witness taught me how to do is have like get through busy work and have good analogies and they, you know, they always have the analogy of like a dented cake pan what's that it's like uh i think the analogy is that like uh just because the pan is dented doesn't mean that the cake is it's not a good cake right like we're all imperfect but jehovah still wants the cake basically right gotcha. and so i like turned that into being like yeah, my life story is dented, but like it's still a life. It's still a cake. Like it's still yeah, can still give eat. back to someone, you know. And like, yeah. if we tell enough stories and these kids know to not even go get disfellowship to second time, just leave. You don't even have to do that. You don't have to get reinstated. You don't have to try to do a maniacal plan. It's okay. You just don't go one day, and that's all. And guess what? Nothing happens. Nothing yeah. Happens. Nothing happens. Like, yeah, you get kicked out, but you kind of already knew that was coming anyways. Like, you wanted that. You like <laughs> That's the whole theme, is you wanted it anyway. <laughs> so why are we all working so hard to stay when none of us wanted to be there anyways? Like, I remember one time, like, in that second time, in getting reinstated, I was like, I'm going to read the Bible again. Because yes, I had read same. it once. I had read it once. I'll like, read I had read again. it once. Yeah, I had read it once to go to Bethel. Like, when that was like, you're going, like, that was like what was getting oh, pushed. I was like, right. it's one of the things they ask you, like, have you read the Bible start to finish? So I was like, sure. I was like, all right, well, I might as well get on that. Like, so I just did it. And I was like, okay, it didn't really like have an effect on me. So the second time I was like, I'm going to read this shit. Like, I'm going to read it. I'm going to read mm -hmm. it all the way through. And it's going to confirm, like you said, it will, like, I'll be able to find some basis. Yeah. And I just read it, man, like, there's no way that the people that wrote this book intended to get me this fellowship for... Where is the appeals process? Where did they put a circuit overseer? Who told them that the helpline was the right person for me to call? Like, no, 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 no. no. It actually made me be like... Like, I wasn't super anti-religious even at that point. Like, I was just like... Nah, and then I probably did like hallucinogens, and I was like, "Oh, this is a control system. This is all. This <laughs> is all. all yeah, yeah. No, this is. I heard. I actually read this guy's speech, like this whole thing where he's like, basically like, America's like this guy gave a speech like 1916, which people are like, oh, that's old. And in my head, I'm like, dang, they had just wrote the first. <laughs> they had just wrote the first Watchtower. Like the scam goes deep. Think about it. If I would have got some special passes. 
I would be David Miscavige to the 10. Like, I watched yes. this documentary and I'm like, oh, I see how you got there because they <laughs> gave you some, you got to bend the rules yes. and then you were just down to carry out whatever they fucking wanted. Like, yeah. if the dudes up top needed it carried out, your perks were so great that you did it. And I'm like, yeah, I'd have done the same thing. Like, I totally get it. And I like, think that with every documentary that comes out about every cult, I'm like, do the people at the top truly believe it, or no. is it the perks? No, because it's the per- they're at the top. Oh, it's the perks. You think the governing body believes it? I don't. I just. I don't know, because I don't. Because I know too many smart people that do believe it. So I'm like, some. But then I also know people. Then there's people like you, where you were like, you were just really good at playing the part. And if you hadn't have gotten caught here or there, or the times you were caught, if you had a faked apology, like faked your apologetic personality, yeah, you might be on the governing body right now. We don't know. We'll never and, know now. And <laughs> that's what makes me be like, nah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> you're like, I, was I know that you're scammers. Like, cause you have to, that's a lot of scamming to get up there. And you have to, have, I yeah. think the amount of stuff you have to have turned a blind eye to it's kind of like when people talk about like the presidents and I, I've always said, I'm like, I don't trust any successful politician because in order to get there, no matter how great they seem like love Obama, right? It doesn't matter to get to be all the way up here. You had to do or turn or turn a blind eye to so much fucked up shit. No good conscious, like good person gets that high up no not so at you all to be up there, you did something you did something or you or it just served you to be like yes i don't know what happened oh my god what that happened i didn't see a thing i, I wasn't don't know how, there when it happened i don't know how the water got like that in flint <laughs> i've just been over here on my boat like you know like oh is that happening here uh, i think we got some congressmen on it we're gonna get on it you know like the stuff That's that you crazy. have to be like we're gonna this stuff's gonna happen but it's because all this stuff has to keep america going and i'm like okay like all right sure like i feel like that is the that is almost the equivalent it's obviously not the equivalent but it's almost the equivalent <laughs> oh, we to... already announced it <laughs> to... i already know yes, yes. I... It's, exactly... <laughs> it's the most we can't we can't acknowledge it because we can't let this become public knowledge because if we do the whole system falls apart so we have to just kill troy because he's already a problem for us but now if we get rid of him it serves the bigger purpose that we're going god it's like that shit really fucked up so when people tell me crazy shit that happens i'm like yeah i know how that happens because once the corporation's big enough one guy can mess it all up so it just happens like that like i get it i totally get it like, like that was... could have happened if if you had have been like the game changer here that shit would have i would have found out in new york it, yeah like i would have heard that all the way across the country of like oh my god this guy appealed and then this happened this happened and then they found out it was an inside job and that and it we would have been, been a york story questioning well how could it be an inside job if everything's supposed to be done right and yeah. according to principle? This is the whole like, purpose of the appeals thing and getting brothers from other congregations and wow. And it made me wonder 
how many people this has happened to before that yes. they had to have an appeal system to, in place to be like, no, you guys are trying to railroad me out of the congregation on politics. I want my appeal. Most even, people don't even know that you there talking is an about hello me. That's that's what I was about to say. Even the idea that you just said that there's a help desk at 24-7-365, I'm like, okay, but what is happening 24-7-365 that you need a number going for people to call in and say, like, this is some fucked up shit that's happening in the Kingdom Hall in fucking Texas or wherever. That's 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 weird to me. I never, ever, ever heard of the appeals process or this phone line, ever. Right. And that was, honestly, I left this chunk out, that was the very first thing that disillusioned me with the witnesses where I was like, you're lying Why? because I went to, like I said, I went to stay with that couple, Frank and Lori at the farms and they were in legal and they were in like legal and real estate. And so have you ever seen someone give like their property when they die to the, yeah, I've heard about, well, yes, there was a sister in our congregation that did that. Yeah. Do you know what they do with those properties? They sell them instantly. Yeah, they sell them and then they take the money. Yeah, and that shit fucked me up. Cause like I sat there and watched them tell like this guy called and he was like, you know, this sister's gonna leave this much property. She has all this property in Iowa, like acres and acres and acres of land. And she she was like, yeah, I wanna, you know, sign over my property when I die. And they're like, okay, well you have to talk to legal. And she was, legal was like, you know, you sure you wanna do that? And then she was like, yeah, because you know, you guys can't, like, there's no one just giving you acres. You can put assembly halls, you can build housing, you can do something, you know, and I have this yeah. big ass house and like, all like, you know, brothers and sisters that are traveling can stay here. You can, you know, put it to use. And they were like, oh, we appreciate that so much. Thank you, blah, blah, blah. And then they finished immediately. They were like, okay, Troy, can you start getting the paperwork together to list it and blah, blah. And I was just like, yeah. You just told this lady that her family house, and they were like, yeah, that's not the business of the Watchtower Bible and Tract Society. The business of the Watchtower Bible and Tract Society is to take those properties, take the money, make more books, write it off as taxes. And I'm, uh. just, like, and I'm just like, oh, shit, okay, guys, sorry. Like, let me get back to my job. Like, give my little papers being like, Sister Edna is over there fucking, like, Think she just did some chain donation, the world, yeah. and yeah, she did because you took like her two million dollar property and cashed it out yeah. as soon as she dies. Like, okay, and that was in the back of my head. Like, that's not right. Like, I just felt like it was dishonest to her. You know, they're like, yeah, okay, to claim that that was even a chance rather than yeah. while she was alive say, I'm gonna be honest with you, we won't be doing that. What we would do if you signed it over to us is we'd be selling it and taking it for cash value. And then letting her make that decision while yes. she's still alive, whether she wants to give it to you or not. Nope. They just said, oh, thank you. Sign right here. Sign right here. Such a beautiful thing. You just donated to the society. Have a great day. Now and I, I question the, the sister that did it in our congregation. I can't remember the, the, the roundabouts of it, but you know, obviously on the Thursday, Thursday meeting, you know, they, they tell you all the finances and yada, yada. Yeah. And they did mention that, that she had signed it over. And I think, want to say i could be wrong but i want to say it is either went towards it prior or towards it after the remodeling of our kingdom hall yeah because our kingdom hall did a major remod around that time and i don't know how that worked but definitely the money because they cashed it. off that sister's house <laughs> yes that shit's so crazy like even then it's just 
the money factor is just like what like i didn't know this like this was news to me because like like i said i got disfellowshipped for good in 2008 so i never i think i went to the memorial like a few years after that and then kind of was like why am i doing this for them like i'm good like yeah i'm so good like i didn't care for jesus's blessing while i was <laughs> while, while i was in why do i care what he thinks now i'm good thanks right. so i i think I didn't know. I just met someone that like it's so crazy how you meet people like later in life and then you're like you're a witness. And it's like how do you know? like so I yeah. met this lady that was doing she does like my cupping and massage therapy and I was like you're, you're like, not I'm a witness. A vibe. But I was like I'm getting big witness vibe and she was just like oh my god yeah I'm just fellowship mama it's so crazy <laughs> and like how do you even know it's so like we were talking and it Love like it she's so much like she's maybe only been out like two or three years so when i say something that happened to me you're like yeah i remember when we didn't do that she's like what and i'm like yeah you guys yeah we never did that shit like yeah you couldn't do that like that, no. that was never part of the rules they've relaxed a bunch of stuff you can have a twitter like what yeah right like when twitter no. you know, i'm like who are you like what your myspace not a chance yeah Facebook, no twitter none of that you're out of here i'm like i don't no. know what witnesses are doing now but she was like yeah you know um, I was like, yeah, it's all like, how do you think it gets paid for? And she was like, she was like, oh yeah, I didn't really think of that. Yeah, because our our one dollar donations or whatever you're donating, that's not that couldn't keep this type of business up, right? It's like I'm like, it, it takes bigger things. Mm -hmm. And she was like, oh, I don't know, I just thought like you know the money they take out of my account was, and I sat up and I did that. And I said, excuse me, what? I said, excuse me. She was like, yeah, when I got baptized. They gave her like a a withdrawal form. She's like, I put my routing number You're and my account lying. number, and I was like, what? She's like, yeah. And they ask you how much you can donate and com how much you can commit to donating, and it, it ACH is out of my account. And I'm like, what? She was like, yeah. She was like, because like one of the first things that disillusioned me with going to the meetings is like, you know, she's like, I uh, my husband went to prison. Like we got divorced, but like she's like I felt bad like separating no matter how bad of a dude he was like I Always. stayed with him she's like and then you know he went to prison for like he caught hell of time and he was involved in all this shit like damn near like how can I not go tell the brothers like he has like seven attempted murders he's in the streets for real like I'm getting a divorce it's for you know it's for everybody's safety yeah and so they were like oh okay cool you know whatever like and they just like were kind of cool with it and then she was like, a couple months after that, um, the brother pulled me aside and was like, hey, you know, we got a bounced, like a, we tried to do a yeah, withdrawal. Yeah, bitch, I'm poor. And you didn't have, yeah, she was like, uh, my husband's in prison. I have two kids under the age of six. Um, I'm a single mom and I don't have money. Uh, I don't, I'm, I'm broke. Like, I'm Read broke. Read the like, room. You should have known not to even try to charge me right now. You know what's going on in my life. And they were like, oh, well, you come in. And she's so by the book that I know this happened. She's so like, she's just the most truthful soul. Like I love her. She was like, yeah. They were like, well, you committed. You made this commitment to Jehovah. So are you not gonna commit to like your twenty four dollars a month or whatever? I didn't make she, this commitment to Jehovah. I made it to you people. Yes. What is wrong with you? I, oh my god. I couldn't even fathom that that was a thing. That like, like how do they have like one of my friends came up to me and he's like, dude. Spencer actually he's like dude your dad came to my AT&T store because at the time he worked for AT&T he's like your dad came to my AT&T and they bought iPads and I was like why are you guys buying iPads and like oh yeah we do like basically you don't bring your books to the meeting anymore you bring the iPad 
And I was like, what? And then I was like, yeah, because I'm sure the hedge fund that got all their money and that operates their money was like, hey, let's put it all in Apple. If we make all our million fucking users have to get Apple products, our dividend will go up. Oh, my God. I... <laughs> They get they get scummier and scummier every time I find something else out. There's a FOIA act in the mid 2000s, and that's the thing. Like I would always, I'd be like, man, apostates who are coming at me with like religious stuff is killing. Is like I'm not into it. If you just would have told me like you can do a Freedom of Information Act from the government and see where their money came from and where their money went. Look. Shut up. Like, how do you how do you tell these people that we're a peaceful organization, but your hedge fund puts money in Halliburton? Make it make it doesn't matter. <laughs> make, make it, it make sense. sense. <laughs> it, wow. Like, oh, you gave you so you're they're like we didn't invest in that. They'll say that they'll be like we didn't invest in that. We had you know x a million dollars of surplus this year from your donations on properties we sold. You're and welcome. So we gave that to. A hedge fund manager, wherever he felt like he should put the hedge, put the money, wherever their hedge divides the money up is on them. It's not no. on us. No. We invest in Mark and Mark put it in there. And I was like, nah, no. dog. It's no. on here. It says Halliburton, fucking who, are, uh, what's Dick Cheney's company? <laughs> I don't know. Um, yeah, like, I don't know anything about the guy. <laughs> giant ass war machine. And it's like, but watch out. Cause you don't look, cause you look up. And this was another thing. Like I read so much as a kid. You look up Watchtower Bible and Tract Society. You don't look up Watchtower Bible Tract Society of Pennsylvania. You don't look up Watchtower Bible Tract Society of Ohio, which are their original corporations. So you don't look up what they own because you look up Watchtower Bible Tract Society, Brooklyn, New York. What do you guys own? Nothing. This, this, this. Oh, that's what I know. But if you look at Watchtower Bible Tract Society Incorporated of Pennsylvania, Ohio, uh, and then you start remembering, like, oh, yeah, they had the first world convention in Cincinnati, Ohio. Yeah. Because that was their base. Then they moved to Hershey, Pennsylvania. Oh, yeah. Oh, they do have stuff in Jersey. Oh, they do have patents in Delaware. And you start, like, looking, and then you're like, that company gave this much money to the to the U.S. Army. Like, that company, Lockheed Martin, they gave hella money to Lockheed Martin right before Obama. Like, they invested in... Dick Cheney and George Bush and no that way. whole war machine. Yeah. And that I wouldn't just... put it past them without even knowing that for a fact, like without seeing it with my own eyes, I a hundred percent believe you because I showed my dad all these things and he's just like, like basically like he went full Trump. Like it's fake news. They just make up these art. We, no one can verify these numbers. We don't know where this came from. We don't know who even gave this information. I'm like, Goddamn IRS, dog. <laughs> yeah, they, they they don't lie about these types of the things. The Security Exchange That's how they hold Commission. us accountable. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> you know, so it's like... They tell the truth so that we have to tell the truth. Yeah, <laughs> like... yeah. Their whole goal is catching motherfuckers like us in a lie. So right. I'm, I'm going to believe that they're telling the truth. Yeah, and they're happy to be like, oh, they put $5 billion behind this and this. And I'm just like, I know a sister with three kids, like, on welfare. Like, you guys could have changed her life. Yes. You guys could have changed everyone in your congregation's exponentially life, like everyone. And, and, those... and you know what? That's the other thing too, is like when something is happening within the congregation, and this is not just Jehovah's Witnesses specifically, this is every religion really you could say, but when something is happening like in within your own congregation, it's never like, hey, so I've been, you know, donating money 
to this congregation for X amount of years. My house burned down, my husband has cancer, you know, and I just got lost my job because of COVID. Can you cut me a check? Because I'm gonna, I'm losing everything and I need help. And this is like my church, right? They don't do that. Instead, what they do is they say to the congregation, like the Yeah, the can we pick up a collection for y'all to help yeah. we can Like, hey, guys, can you do like a bake-off, a potluck to raise money for Sister So-and-So? And it's like, why can't you just cut the check for them? Period. I've never thought that. I've never even thought of that. Like, but that's that's every church. It's not. It's why is that never? It's always let's have a garage sale for this family. No, you just cut them a check and fix this and be done. Yo, you're good for the money. I'm not. I'm yeah. poor. <laughs> I'm super poor. I cannot help this other poor person no. because you've taking so much control of my life that I can't work enough. I can't work help. because I couldn't get a degree because you wouldn't let me. Right. Like, you know what I mean? And I can't move up my job because I don't, I can't network with anyone because I spend all of my free time in field service. And it's, and it's also too, even if you are not broke, even if you said, yeah, I could maybe, you know, give sister so-and-so a thousand dollars. I have that in my savings. I'll give it to her. Why should I have to? You, you know, I might have a thousand in my savings, but I know the Kingdom Hall has thousands. You give her the check for the thousand. For real. It's never, it's never what happens. For real. Like, it shouldn't even be a thing. Like, it should, you I never, like, they should be able to go to the elders and be like, hey, here's what's going on. Yeah, here's my proof that I'm fucked up. Here's what's going on. I'm (laughs) fucked up. Can you help me? Yep, got you. Without you know? a problem. Without a problem. And even if it's like one of those elders to be like, yeah, I got you. No, the Kingdom Hall has the money. Like The Kingdom Hall's bank account <laughs> yeah. that I've been donating to for X amount of years. Give it to years me. Years and years and years. And I went to the assembly and put in more a check. And I went and did this. And I've done this. And you guys get free labor every month. Yes. You don't have to pay any like any Nobody's paying for the or... gas and for field service. Forget it's, it. You know, it's it is crazy like i've never even thought of like how each kingdom hall specific probably each congregation account mm-hmm. could help at least three people in each kingdom hall like yeah like when that to, to use your example of your your um lmt as soon as her husband went to prison and she's got the kids they should have had without even her asking because some people like they don't have the, they don't feel comfortable enough to ask for support yeah they should have said look at this scenario she let's do it. something yeah let's do something nice for her let's try to support her and see what she's and i'm not and again i am very very anti the public announcement bullshit i yeah. think it's meant to mortify people yeah, but be even degrading. If, it's super yeah why not just pull her aside and say is what do you need what how is yeah. this affecting you financially what can this congregation do and from there you the kingdom hall write the check for that that woman a hundred percent even then it's like business clouds their compassion you know like mm-hmm business yeah. clouds their overall morality of just doing good fuck that they other don't, shit just they don't do gain good. interest on the money that they give out they only gain interest on the money that sits in their bank account right so they right. can't help her she's not important she's not <laughs> yeah. making them money <laughs> for real for real you know like it's it's Ugh. insane it's just it's so crazy that people like don't see it yet you know and it's yeah. i know like it's gonna take something so huge 
And then they're still going to be like, we're being persecuted. You know, and that's like the, the whole cra- child sexual you know? assault situation like, happening. It's like, bro, like that's, that's so crazy because I think in America more than anywhere else in the world, safe to say, it's just because we have the most numbers, right? Like I'd say, like there's the most per capita witnesses in America. Mm-hmm. versus witnesses and other purely by numbers there should be enough people just in their head going yeah that happened to me yeah you know like even if no one knows it even if i never told on the brother even if i never said anything yeah i believe it because it happened to me because it happened to my friend and she told me because mm-hmm. it happened to my friend and he told me when we went to school because you know yeah like it blows my mind that just that compassion of like thinking well I know someone everyone at every kingdom hall I bet we could do a six degrees separation and be like yeah some shit happened this yeah. and it's For like sure. you remember all that shit that happened to you but now when someone this, else says it now all these kids in Australia are liars yep. you know what I'm saying like just yep. how how because your daughter came and told you the same thing yep. you know your son came and told you the same thing and I know now these thousands of cases that are being that was another thing like when they were if you look up what they donated money into you have to it also shows what they paid out in lawsuits and it's like crazy it's crazy and to pay out a lawsuit means that there were some either they lost or they settled yeah they were gonna lose yeah and with them with the quality attorneys that they have access to they're not settling or losing because like they don't have access to good attorneys to fight their case yeah. it means that it happened it happened and their attorney was like we're not taking this shit to court are you guys crazy like yeah they've got you know it on shit's tape. gonna come out yeah yeah they've got on tape just cut to the check just tell her shut up yeah Get which is NDA, sick cut to the check yeah and that's and like you have to think about how many times they're do how many times it's already been announced <laughs> it's just already been announced, huh? Like We circle back around. <laughs> it's already been announced. We can't help you because politics and money. Like, wh- what? Like, yeah. What? Like, but, um, you know, and with your situation, with the, it's already been announced. You know, for you, you're like, I didn't want to be here anyways. If you were someone that truly did believe. Believed, yeah. Dude, how crushing would that be to be like, I really want to be here and I really feel slighted and like whatever you know like the fact that it just comes down to I think already they, announced man I think they think if you really wanted to be here you'll just go shut up and get reinstated and you won't tell anyone this happened you wouldn't keep making a scene and you'll take it yeah after this like you'll just be like even still like okay yeah it's already been announced you want to get back in that you can still go like I know people that have been disfellowshipped like four or five times and I'm just like, why do they let you back in? <laughs> like, I think my dad, if I, I can't remember, I'll have to ask my sister. I feel like he got disfellowshipped like three or four times. Why did you, I mean, I know why it's a rhetorical question. I've had those conversations with him when I was a teen and he would be honest and would say like, it was everyone, you know, this is the right truth. I made a mistake. I knew I made a right but you know I knew I made the mistake everyone told me I made a mistake and I knew like well this is your consequence you fuck up you break a law there's a consequence right yeah and so and then but he would always say that like at the tail end 
the main conversation that we would have would be him saying, my parents are here, my siblings are here, their spouses, my nieces, you know, are all here. Everyone I know is here. I have a business. My biggest clients are people from the Kingdom Hall. Um, and it would be this long thing. And then he would, it would almost be like he'd catch himself like an hour in and be like, but you know, Jehovah to- tells us not to do this. Yeah, and it was yeah, like, yeah, dude, yeah. you just. Did no. you hear yourself? Yeah, like, no, the truth is you felt stuck. And I, and I related to that because I too felt stuck. You yeah. Know, he was one of those people that I was like, I don't want to lose you. And if I leave, I will lose you, which I was going to mention earlier that that's another one of those things that they do not say but somehow it's like an unspoken rule of the idea like if you look at any articles even on the jw.org website about what um what happens if your kid gets disfellowshipped they don't ever say cut that motherfucker off and kick him out of your goddamn house but that's that's it doesn't say that it says like you can still talk about um like it doesn't it doesn't say that it i think at the time i got disfellowshipped it was like uh don't have a debate about jehovah with them it's basically what it says i think it was like it was even more cut and dry than that it was something that was like or less cut and dry it was like yeah you'll obviously want to have like i think the paragraph that's something to the effect i'm I'm really good at using witness tone in a a paragraph. (laughs) It was like, well, yes, uh, you'll obviously want to make sure that your child's well-being is okay and that they're safe and alive. You also won't want to spend too much time with someone that doesn't have love for Jehovah. Yeah. And it's like, well, fuck, what are you telling them? Like, Yeah. So am I good or no? Yeah. So it's it's up to your determination and the pressure of your congregation being like, Oh, you you don't talk to him though, right? It, so it's like it's not written down to do what ends up happening, and I feel like that's a CYA. It's a, or cover your yeah. ass. It's like they're like we're not going to put it on paper that you need to evict your 16, 17 year old kid. But that's yeah, because you're going to bring that back later in court. We're not yes. going to do that. So when the kid says like, oh, they kicked me out. I wasn't even legal age. I couldn't get a lease. I was literally literally living off the street. Blah blah blah. Or, the, or even worse, if the school finds out that your kid is homeless and gets involved and says, why the fuck is this kid homeless? What's going on? So they don't want it to be, well, Jehovah's Witnesses, public, their publications specifically say, kick that motherfucker out of your house. So... See, that's kind of how I stayed at my house was because I was like, fine, then I'm out. And so for like a couple of weeks, I lived like... This girl that I was kind of seeing at school, she's like, oh, my parents have an RV. Like, they'll let you stay in it until, like, they had, like, a nice-ass RV. Like, I stayed for, like, a couple of days, and I told my teacher, I was like, I didn't finish the homework because, like, I'm kind of going through some shit right now. But, like, you know, I'm going to be here every day, and my paired, my paired professional is going to make sure I graduate. And she was <laughs> like, she was like, you know what? Like, what? Well, like, why? I was like, hey, I'm moving out. I have a full-time job, all this shit. Like, just bear with me. I'll figure it out. Right. And she was just like your parents kicked you out like you for what like you're not like a bad kid like what? you're like, like you tell them that <laughs> yeah i was like yeah i know i just like i'm not gonna be part of their religion anymore and blah blah and the lady was like okay cool and then um she called my parents and was like hey like is this you guys at odds or whatever because he didn't do any of his stuff and 
they were like, yeah, basically they were like, yeah, we can't believe him. He's, you know, turned his back on the cult. She was just like, okay, cool, cool, cool. And she was a, she was a retired, uh, that lady was super cool. She was a nun, but she was also a retired, like, um, marriage counselor she had been a sex therapist in scotland for a while like she had done all this stuff right so she was just like hey look like home looks different for a lot of people just keep showing up and you'll be good like basically she was like i talked to your mom and that lady is fucking out there so (laughs) you know obviously what you said was true just keep coming so like okay and like that's the same thing like as soon as they call him like why did you kick your kid out like oh he doesn't want to follow our biblical rules or whatever they were just like okay sure all right nut job right yeah (laughs) yeah we got you kid like yeah because in their mind they think it's so normal because you're you know you're sheltered even as adults they are sheltered um that they say it to other people outside their little bubble and they think it's sane when what they're saying and so and then they're like shocked when everyone's like what the fuck what because to them they're like yeah because everyone in the congregation is like good for you yeah you kicked Troy out good that was a good choice and then you talk to someone like a teacher and the teacher's like no yeah that's <laughs> that was even like what they had uh, what she had said like my therapist was like my therapist at the time she was like that I took my mom together with she was like your son's sitting here telling you that like you know this lady died at at 50 at she was young Susan was like not young but like she shouldn't have died she like you know like you're just like you died at 48 at 50 that's insane but she's like you know she's basically he's realizing like his mom he's had a better relationship with this lady over the last five years and he has with his mom and he's trying to reach out to you and like get to know you and tell you like you're important and you're like well nah like what are you talking about like he's seeing someone die right in front of him and it's like I don't want this to happen with my mom. I want to have a fixed relationship with her. And you're like, oh, no. Well, he doesn't want to. My, like, she said, I don't I know. Said, I think she said some super witnessy shit. Like, I'm like, uh, like uh, for me and my husband, our relationship with Jehovah is more important. And, you know, if he doesn't understand that, I made this commitment before. I made a commitment to him. I made a commitment with God and blah, blah, blah. And this lady's like, you birthed him. That was your commitment. <laughs> Asshole. What more like, commitment do you want than creating a life? Like, yeah. what? My mom hit me on, like, that meme shit. She was basically like, well, yeah, like, I knew my husband first, and then I knew this religion. Like, he's like a newcomer, really. So he's the newest one in this group. <laughs> like, you know? I was just like, geez. Like, yeah, it's, who? It was one has to leave, and it makes more sense to him. Like, I'm going to kick out God? No. <laughs> don't be ridiculous. It's like, Come on. No, I, I don't want you to kick out God. I want you to kick out this cult. Like, that's right. <laughs> what? I think, I think a lot of parents say this, but they mean it in a loving way. But it's also true when you have bitch ass parents, like, you know, others. Like we do. Like, like we other do. Other people. We, we both do. <laughs> you know, when parents say they're like, no matter how old you get, I'm always going to look at you like my little baby. Like when you were one years old. I think parents in general think that way. Even when they're talking to you and they're talking crazy, you're like, you still think I'm a baby and that I can't throat punch you right now. 
See, I think, I think it is. I think for sure, me like, and you and your mom have probably have that like connection where you're like, hey, look, <laughs> like try me one more time. The lady, lady couldn't do this to me on the subway, so I don't know where the fuck you think you're doing this to me. Exactly. And I think that's for sure, me and my dad, like for yes. sure. And me and my mom, I think it's the almost opposite because I'm like, you know, I used to be your baby, right? You know that when you were 17 and we sat in grandma's house and you couldn't even go to your boyfriend's house. Right. You sat here with me. All the promises and shit you said, oh, you know, we're going to make it through all this life and you're going to have a great, like, no, you bailed on that shit. Yeah. You bailed. What happened? Where's that lady at? (laughs) Because the fuck, like, when I moved out that time after my mom was like, you got to move out. So my car i had like just bought a newer car from this lady and she had told me it's gonna explode but i didn't understand that part but now knowing what i know about cars like she she, she said i didn't do any maintenance on this car so i respect the honesty yeah she was like hey this car is great she's like i never even had to get an oil change and i'm like okay well it's a brand new car so maybe she didn't have to get an oil change like it's my first luxury car maybe you don't have to do that on these and sure enough i'm like oh no i have a brand new i have a brand new volvo s60 that has a thrown engine like it's only two years old but this lady drove the hell out of it and then sold it to me and then bought a hummer or something with the money and so i was like wow like how like how do i fix this this is in that month like i get kicked out it I, all, my car, yeah, my car explodes. Yep. So I'm like, hey guys, let me get a 30 day extension. Like I've had tickets. Everybody gives you extensions. No, they're not like, no, nah, that's they're like, that's not how the world works. It's like li- life's gonna keep being hard, and you're gonna have to keep figuring it out. So on the first, you have to get out. So I'm like, all right, cool. So <laughs> it comes to the first, and my car doesn't run well. I've already sent it off. Like I sent it off to get fixed, but I'm like, it'll come back when it comes back. At this point, I had to put, like, a whole new engine in it. And my grandma, being the angel she is, she's like, I have, like, six cars back there. What do you want? And I'm like, uh, I'll take the truck. Like, can I just use the truck to fill, get my stuff out of the house? Because I have to, mm. I'll figure it out. I don't need to keep driving the truck, but I need it today to get my stuff out because it's right. zero. It's, it's day zero. Yeah. Yeah. And so she's like, okay, cool. Yeah, no problem. So I pack up all, I pack everything in her SUV. Like, everything that I had left that I hadn't moved out or whatever. And I'm backing out the driveway. I'm backing down, like, we have, like, a slanted driveway. Like, and I'm backing down. And my mom, like, the garage is open. My mom comes out. She has, like, tears in her eyes. And she, like, goes to stop me. And I'm, like, backing up. She's, like, stop, stop, stop. And runs down. She runs down the driveway to the car. She's, like, stop. And I'm, like, what? Like, it's so weird. I'm, like, what? Yeah, I'm suspicious. She's, like, you didn't leave your house key. I don't think you'll be needing that anymore. Troy. (laughs) I literally just dropped it out the window and just kept backing up and was just like, brah. And like, I probably didn't talk to her specifically for like a year off that. Like every time I'd see her, all I would see was her running down the fucking driveway to stop me at the street. I mean, like, what, what is she going to say? Like, is she going to say, mind. stay another day. Let's talk I just, about it with your dad. I didn't even want that. I wanted like a. You're gonna figure it out. Like this is life. I love yeah. you. Some parting Tough word. Love, but yeah, you're but... all right. You're strong. You're smart. You'll figure this out. 
that's what I was expecting. Like, I know it sucks, but it's harder for me, but get the fuck out. You know, you'll figure it out. We all had to do it. We've all been here. Okay, yeah. cool. Thanks, Mom. Let me know when you get to the house, okay? I'm gonna need I'm gonna need your house key back. I don't think you'll be needing that. I was just like, this bitch. Like, it's like I looked around. Like, am I am I am I the only one that is seeing this? Like, this you know what? Uh, you know, just take the fucking key. Just take the fucking key. Just take, I don't I don't want your Vachesky key. How about that? I didn't plan on using it. There you go. And like I go back to my parents. I remember one of the things that really got them. To, I was like. It, you guys are dumb for even letting me get baptized and they're like what like what True. like and i'm like if i came to you at 13 and said i'm marrying amy ricoglo i'm marrying this girl i have a crush on in the kingdom hall you would no way in it. hell no way in hell mm -mm. but you let me marry god and enter this fucking arrangement for the rest of my life because it made you look good yep and now i'm fucked for trying to help you look good earlier yep I can't even get a loan from a bank. No. And they're the most predatory people on this planet. <laughs> they're willing to take anybody. And they <laughs> oh. would be like, no, sorry, you can't. Hey, come on. You don't know what you're doing. Don't sign up for this. Yeah, where are your you parents? <laughs> you don't want these problems, bro. Come on. No, 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 no. no. Hold on. You got to yeah. get a co-signer. But you didn't even co You co-signed this shit. Y'all took me to the meeting. Y'all mm -hmm. took me to the assembly. And you were ecstatic. For one day of my life, you guys are ecstatic. And every, and every day after that, you haven't fucked with me, so. And I wrote, and I rode off that high for the rest of my life. Like, it's insane. You know, like I, I couldn't. They would have never been like, oh, you're, or at least like, oh, hey, I don't want to be married to this person. Well, you got married when you were fourteen, so I understand things change. Yeah, yeah. you don't feel how, the same. You were. How could you do young. this to God? How could you do this? How dare you? Yeah, you made a commitment. Yeah, you said I do on a Saturday morning. <laughs> and you're like, I just wanted the party afterwards. I didn't care about that at all. Yeah, I know, Mom. I was trying to get him to stop beating you, bitch. The fuck? I know. I yeah, you're welcome. Yeah, you're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> like, and that's the crazy thing is it was all for them. Like, I was like, I don't know. Maybe they'll look at my dad different. He'll get a little juice. They'll be, he'll, his self-esteem will go up. Cool, I got you. He'll stop beating my mom. I got you. Like, you got a higher position. I, I did all. He can't even beat on you because people are here every day of the week. Like, nope. Yeah. The this is the thanks you get. Like, you know, being like, nah. But, okay, so here's, here's my final question for you. What would you say to you can, either or or both? What would you say to people that have recently left and or people that are still in but are like mentally out or mentally questioned it's okay it's okay like it, if, if you're not ready to go don't rush yourself mm. you know because I think so many people like hear us or hear or see us and are like well I'm just gonna go but it's like if you can go on your own time frame when you're comfortable and your shit is established and you have a pathway of support, yeah, go. Don't rush yourself. And also, if you go and you say, I have to go now and I'm out, don't look back because it's so tempting. It's so warm. It's so like, <laughs> it's cold out here and I don't have a jacket and they have a bonfire and hot cocoa and chocolate and it's poison. It's poison. Like, it's yeah. so warm and it looks so good because you're just like, it's fucked up out here. And then you're just like, 
it's fucked up in there. At least I have a chance of my own happiness out here, you know? Mm-hmm. And just, it's it's okay. Everything's gonna be okay. We're told, like, it's the end of the world if you leave. And that you're on borrowed time. And, like, nah, it's truth is, it's gonna be okay. There's, there's people out here that are so okay, they're not even talking about it. Mm. Like, fathom that. Like, if you're listening to this and you're thinking, like, Troy's been out 10, 12 years. Chev's been out. Pushing 10. Right? They're still talking about it. There's people that are way past us. Yeah. That left when we were kids and are 20, 30 years out. And they're like, oh, no, it gets okay. It just gets okay. Just stop. It just, granted, they're probably, you know, we're probably at the age where our parents are getting older now. You know, we're losing our parents. And that connection probably emotionally cuts the ties for us. Mm-hmm. So it's like, it just gets better. Like, it gets better. Life's enjoyable. And even if it, even when bad things happen, it's, you know, it's on your own accord. It's not because you're being smited by God or because you left the witnesses or you didn't go to meeting or you didn't raise your hand this week or you didn't study or you didn't go on service the whole 30 hours or you, you know, like, yeah. So what? Everyone's okay. Everyone gets out. Like, that's like, you would never think about that. Like, oh, I don't want people to know that. Like I lost my privileges. Oh, I don't want people to get publicly reproved. I don't want just so fucking what? So what? Yeah. Just like, I couldn't even imagine going back to like I couldn't it's just God no even like even the fact that it's warm you see the warmth through the window it's fake that shit's paper <laughs> and when you go in there and go to put your hand on it it's just a fan <laughs> and like ha oh, got you it's not it's yeah. just fake love and like you could I don't I would rather something real you know like I don't want to just bullshit yeah. myself and think this is all there is because it's there's a big ass world that we're sheltered from it's Mm-hmm. It's it's not a bad thing out here. It's great. Like it's <laughs> it's so lit. <laughs> oh, and I would also say guilt is a useless emotion. So don't feel guilty for anything that's happening. Like yeah. don't feel don't feel guilty for choosing yourself. Don't feel guilty. Like I know people that stopped going to meeting and their kids stayed and then respected them more later. Like we're like. You know, now my mom did this and it was hard. And yeah, my dad kept us. And yeah, he used that to leverage us to the meetings. And he used the meetings to leverage us against our grandparents, to leverage us back against our mom and do all this manipulative shit. And at the end of the day, they all, to the four that I know that like I'm pretty close with that had that situation happen, are all super close with whatever parent left. Like, mm-hmm. hey, dad didn't leave because he hated us. He left because he hoped that we would follow him like he did this to set an example to be like you don't have to stay here i don't care if i'm burning down my home life if my kids know that like we can go be free somewhere then i'll do it and i hope that one day they come along and you know like that's that's all we can do like it's we're staying in is probably more of a hindrance to the people behind us than had we just gone and got free preach Pun not intended. (laughs) (laughs) 